Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank. All right, I'm joined by my friend, my duo, my companion. You guys already know who he is. It's Ben okay. Janusine. Ben, okay. how you doing, Ben? I'm doing good, Tom. Weather was kind of shitty today in Columbus. I'm not going to lie. It was shitty here in Jersey, too. It was a little cold and dreary today, but we had some great COD matches. Excited <laughs> to talk about the three matches we had this afternoon. Oh, yeah. We definitely had some good ones, Ben. That's for sure. I got the <coughs> excuse me, I water. It's going down the wrong pipe. Yeah. Uh, I gotta change the lights here because with the disco lights, you guys are gonna get a fucking yeah. People people lose full with that light in the back. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, but you know we gotta turn up. We gotta get people going. Yeah. We gotta guys. We come in here gotta with get energy. The people going. Guys, with the fucking bong rip. I just took a sip of water right in front of your eyes, and I was choking on it. And you guys are spamming bong rip. Not on. It never stops for you fucking guys. Turn both mics up. All right, I'll turn mine up a little bit. Listen, I turn it up. You guys tell me to lower it. I lower it. You guys tell me to turn it up. I can't make everybody happy. Okay, so hopefully it sounds pretty good. I think it sounds pretty good, uh, but we'll get it going. Ben, I heard you went golfing again today. You've been yep. golfing a lot, bro. You golf every, yeah, I, I feel like every time we start the show, you say, yep, I went golfing yeah, this morning. Yeah, the last the last weekend this weekend, I played both Saturday and Sunday. I mean, this weekend, you know, it's a long weekend for those that don't live in the U.S. We have Memorial Day on Monday, so I have <laughs> Monday off. So taking advantage of the long weekend, going to play today and tomorrow, and then I'm going over to a party on Monday with people that are oh. vaccinated. So trying to, trying to enjoy the holiday because the work week, you know, it's busy. It's stressful. We're we're trying to grind. So golf's a good escape, you know. For sure. It's relaxing. You hang out with the crew, um, shoot the ball around. That's cetera, what it is, right? It's kind of like a stress reliever. Like it's kind of yeah. some. It's just where you can sit back, enjoy the weather, you know, relax. I mean, today wasn't the best weather, but stress, stress reliever to an extent. I putted like ass today, but that uh, don't aside, tell me that, Ben, because we need yeah, you to hit that putt at the end today. of the show. You know, I Let's, you know I, I keep forgetting to, to get you to hit the putt at the end of the show. I gotta make sure today we end the show with a nice putt from Ben Genesee. Dude, I, I I had two part threes where I put it in a nice spot and I three putted for Bogue. Like, you oh, know, I'm just okay, gonna get some two okay. putts in the, in the yeah, can. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know what I'm hey, doing well, today. Listen, Ben, you keep working yeah. on your game. You keep working yeah. on your game. You grind. You practice. You put your mind to it. You can accomplish anything you want you want in life. You know what I'm saying, Ben? Yeah. But listen, we had some good matches today. Listen, I had a long stream last night. I was streaming till 6 a.m. I had, I did like a 12 fucking 12 hour stream yesterday. I don't know who was here in the late night stream, but I was going all night. So I had to I had to down some espressos for this one, guys. I'm gonna be honest. I had it down. I had it down an espresso, and uh, you know I'm feeling a little bit more more energy now. I'm starting to get into the rhythm of things, but. I think it's time to get right into it. We got Parasite joining us today. Is Enable joining us, Ben? I see Enable's in here. Does he want to join us today? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll I, mean, I mean, he's well, in here. Give him a little bit of a poke or something. I'm sure we'll, we'll be we'll, having other people I'll, join I'll on. Him. We'll get him in for the 100T series. We'll get we'll get Haggy in for first series. We'll get Ian in for the second series. I'm sure Asim will make his way over here shortly, and we'll yeah, get him yeah, in for the third series. He'll make his way, but let's switch over our screens over here, and let's get right into the news, as Keemstar always says. Uh, we got, uh, you know, the Minnesota Rocker kicking things off against the Paris Legion. Ben, go ahead and break down the maps, the vetoes. Was there anything that, you know, caught your eye here? Uh, nothing kind of too crazy with these vetoes. Like, as we start to get later into the season, you know, what's happening in these vetoes is you're seeing the weaker teams, especially if they end up with uh, the first map pick, they get their best map usually right off the rip. Um, for Paris, the map that they've been most consistent with Hardpoint throughout this year uh, has been that Garrison Hardpoint. Um, mm-hmm. But the rest of the set was was like pretty decent for Minnesota. Um, and, you know, I think overall we'll get into it. You know, my kind of thoughts on the series, and I don't know if you kind of agree with me, uh, I felt like obviously Paris didn't have the best of starts in this map, but like, 
you know, they had some missed opportunities here to maybe send us to a game five. Uh, they looked really good in that raid S&D. They absolutely schooled Minnesota. Uh, and then that Moscow hard point just came down to really one gunfight. I think if, the, oh, if, yeah. that, if that Moscow goes a little bit differently and it had gone to that fifth game, like, you know, Paris, this would have been a series that, that Paris could have stolen. Oh, yeah, 100%, 100%. I think the story of today, Ben, was trolls. Yeah. I think there was a, just a lot of trolls every series. I felt like there were so well, it's many. Like, just, it's, it's like that in every. Just so much. Like nah, today, today was. was, bad, was I feel like today was bad. Today was bad. I just feel like I saw so many dumb plays. And, and listen, that's going to happen to everybody. You know, players are not perfect. There's going to be a lot of mistakes. Today just felt like it was a lot more than usual. We also have Parasite joining us today on the show once again. We love having Parasite on. So, uh, yo, Chris, how you doing? All right, give me a call all back, Chris, right. when you get okay, the chance. Your mic was muted. It's all good, yeah. Chris. How you doing, Chris? You doing good or what? Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, oh, Fugues, Chris, Chris, you sound like you're in a, in a bowl. You sound like you're underwater. How about now? It's getting a little better. It's getting a little better. Dude, give us a 1098 real quick. Yeah, give me give me a countdown. 10, 9, 8, It's better, it's better. Yeah, it's a little better. It's a little better. No, don't be sorry. Hey, bro, sometimes the production might not go as planned, guys. And that's okay. You know, sometimes we're going to run into issues. And, you know, even the CDL runs into issues. And you guys be fucking bitching and moaning. But, you know, sometimes that shit happens with this kind of things. You know what I'm saying? So, Chris, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. We kick things off with Paris and Minnesota. Just let me know, what were your initial thoughts after the series? Well, after... Rocker got obliterated yesterday by Optic. I was really hoping that you, you know, you'd see them bounce back, and they ended up uh, beating Paris. But like you guys said, Paris choked a lot, and mm-hmm. it kind of even happened yesterday. Or not? Well, wait, what did Paris play yesterday, or was it the day before? Uh, I can't, I'm played, losing track of the days. Uh, I think they played on Thursday against Phase. Yeah, right? yeah, it was yeah, Thursday. and, and was they had Thursday. an opportunity to 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 beat them too. I feel like they should have uh, taken a few maps off them. So. Yeah, it's little that they, things. That they lost. It's little so. things. But we do have a listening yeah, from Minnesota again. Rocker. Sorry to cut you off. I just don't want to no, make you're sure good, you're don't good. miss it. We got a listening from the Minnesota Rocker. Let's tune in and uh, see how they sound. Don't help oh, me. Close, 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 bricks, close, bricks. Close, close bricks, Zach. Who the fuck? Bricks. Oh, they're, 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 nice. nice. One hill, one brick. Two brick on me. I've been here. I've been working right there. One shot. One shot. Two in bricks. Tools. Off of bricks. Tools then. I'm getting the shield. I'm back up. I'm back up. Okay, I'm all green. I'm all green. Left side mid, two mid, two mid, one sacks and one's under L. Alright. I can shell bridge under if you get time. Under L. Under L. Please be hop, one shot, be hop, one shot. I need to be hop. Yeah, come on. Little mid dead. Yo, I'm in a vent. Top green dead. I'm in a vent. Nice. Top yeah, green dead. Tools, tools. I'm tools. looking at my vent. Tools in vent, tools in vent. Last two, he's hopping up, be hop. Stay yeah, alive, tools. stay alive. You chow me, Dan. Nice, one more tools. Dead tools. Nice. 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 I'm in your L, I'm in your L. I'll get time, I'll get time. I'm getting green. One guy's spawned low. I got pinned tools, tools in back alley, tools in back alley. I'm looking at my tools. One tools in back alley. Tools, any help? They're playing for time, they're playing for time. He's spawn killing, he's on crate. I'm looking over AP dog. Two are gonna hit time. They're gonna be a little bit on me. One's on crate. Yeah, he's stolen bricks, he's stolen bricks. Bricks, bricks dead. Nice, I'm green. I'm on time, scrap, scrap, I'm on time. Help me I mean, son, this is textbook. I mean, I. I mean, good, good call of duty being played by Minnesota right now. To be honest, uh, I think Paris tro- trolled right off the rip from P2 to P3. They got flipped out immediately, and then yeah, they just spiraled. We can if you want. I mean, they just died off rotation. The, it was the whole story of this map. They couldn't hold their fucking rotation. I was pulling my fucking hair, and it's just like it's unacceptable. Like it gets to a point where it's like just rotate, hold. And work your crossfires, get into your setups, and just try and hold and get some time here. I just felt like they couldn't get anything going. They couldn't find a rhythm. They couldn't find any momentum right here. Maddie goes down. Aqua goes down with 20 seconds left. Minnesota, they're pushing through. And the flip comes down. 
it's like, just make sure you're staying disciplined. They shouldn't even be pushing up with 20 seconds anymore. They should be just be holding. Yeah, and, some, back up, play some good crossfires. You can't die in that window because you're going to spawn back at old. Like, you don't have time to hold your cam. And, and it's just like, at but this point of the game, Ben, it's just yeah. certain things like that just can't happen. They can't happen. And, and it's not even a single player doing it. The whole team's pushed up. The whole team has pushed up the map. It's like, you guys can't die there. You can't. Because if Minnesota pushes through, they're going to flip you out. And then it spirals out of control. But the first map was all Minnesota. It was all Minnesota. They were playing flawless. They were getting the kills. They were getting those spawns. Uh, their communication sounded really good. So sloppy plays from Paris and Minnesota played well. They took advantage of it, Ben. Yeah. Do you want to just hop over to the second map? Because I don't think there's yeah, much it was else a to blowout. talk about It was point. a blowout in the first hard point to start off. But then we go into a raid S&D, and, and Paris, they stepped it up. They stepped it up in the S&D. Uh, I'm pretty sure they beat them like 6-1 or 6-2. It just felt like they were really putting that pressure on. They were staying really aggressive. They were working really well as a team. It just seemed like in S&D, they, they knew what they were doing, Ben. Yeah, this was actually Paris's first win all year on raid S&D, and they oh, did wow. a really good job with first bloods. I think they won the first round that they, they 3 4 uh but all the other rounds, they got first blood. So I think just overall, like this was the the clean type of S and D that we really been waiting to see from Paris. I thought they actually looked pretty good in that S and D they played against Phase earlier this week. So yep. kind of like all thoughts on the board, they've looked. That was the one game mode this week where uh, you can kind of take a positive turn. Um, kind of just thoughts that I had on sort of how this map played out was just Paris did a good job in the laundry engagements, whether they were on offense or defense. They would either take control or do a good job retaking and ultimately use that to get off to a pretty big 5-0 lead in this uh, map. Yeah, Chris, was there anything that you saw going yeah, into Yeah, going map? off uh, what you were saying, Ben, uh, their last two S&Ds looked really clean. That they The one they played versus FaZe, I think it was on standoff. And then the, obviously this one, which is really good, obviously, for Paris, because Paris was, uh, I think, a pretty bad S&D team throughout like the last few stages. To, so to see them uh, step up in that game mode is a, is a bright side, obviously. Yeah, no, they have sure. eight, they're eight and 15 SMB this year. Yeah. Um, not good. Which may seem a little bit low. It's because they're getting smoked in a lot of series. They're not playing a lot of map fives or getting really deep into the tournaments. But that has a second, um, they're the second lowest map wins in SD. The only team worse is uh, London. London's played a lot more maps than them. So, you know, w we think about teams like Paris and Seattle and LAG, like what's your win condition? You got to start getting better at SD. Uh, it gives you an opportunity if you still want to respawn uh, and you can win that second map. You give yourself an opportunity in that fifth map. Those are the kind of win conditions that Paris has do a better job setting up if they can clutch up some of these respawns. Yeah, on top of that, actually, Rocker has been struggling lately in Search and Destroy. They yep. used to be one of the best Search and Destroy teams. But lately, uh, this stage and the, obviously the ones before... Uh, they've been struggling in that game mode, so the woes continue for them as well, um, as, even though you see Paris obviously stepping it up in that game mode. Why do you think that yeah, is? They've been well, on a huge S&D slide. Um, they were at one point kind of in the top three, and now uh, they're sitting below 500 S&D at 13 and 16. Uh, I, I, it's hard to pinpoint kind of like exactly what their issue is. I, I feel like uh, uh, just kind of looking at raw numbers, it seems like their first blood numbers – are pretty low and they really really struggle to win any offensive rounds they have actually the lowest offensive win percentage of any team in the league um they're gonna need to get better at this game mode they're in a group with a lot of teams especially uh optic and phase that are pretty solid snd teams against the bottom tier uh and they're gonna need to uh get some momentum in that game mode if they want to have a real chance in those series because you're not going to win three response tommy i believe your teams. mic is muted by the way my mic is muted. If you were looking to chime in, your mic is muted. Hey, do you hear me now? 
Hello, hello. Well, well, oh, oh, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. How you doing? Yeah. You're my good. Bad. You were I, awfully quiet, so my I checked bad. the team speak uh, to make I got, sure you're I'm all pulling good. Up, no, I'm pulling up tweets. I'm pulling up Reddit posts. I'm doing all kinds of stuff while you guys talk just so, you know, I can pull up some things as the show goes on. But no I was going to ask you guys, uh, and thank you for that, Chris. I appreciate that. The production, L production today, what the fuck is going <laughs> yeah, on? What the fuck is going on with the flake today? The flake needs to step up the fucking production because this is unacceptable, guys. Unacceptable. Get some lumas. Get some fucking links because this is pathetic. But that, but uh, one thing I want to talk about is what do you think it is with Minnesota and their S and D? I don't understand. They have a great S and D team. These are these are like uh, S &D, these are these are like superstar S and D players. I think they're just uh, they're they're like indecisive. It looks like from what I've seen them play rounds, and I feel like their confidence isn't there. Like in in, in the way they execute any of these rounds, it doesn't seem like that they're doing anything together. Uh, they're second guessing their decisions. They're kind of playing a little too slow in some scenarios, and it just feels like it just it creates a lot of inconsistency in their plays and the way they like to play rounds. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see them like speed up the way they play rounds, maybe be a little more cohesive and try to get some early some early rounds off just pure aggression. Because um, even before when they had Lamar on their team, I feel like their team was pretty passive in the way they played search and destroy rounds. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if teams catch on to that and they're not playing very aggressive and they're you know they're obviously not being very confident and. In, in, in their gameplay right now, the teams are going to catch on to that and they're going to exploit that. Yeah, I mean, I, mean if you, I think that's go ahead, Tom. No, I was just going to say, I mean, if if a team's doing the same thing all the time, right? You're you're right, Chris. They're just going to exploit it. They're going to watch film. They're going to know what they're doing. They're going to counter them every time. And when you play a lot of rounds like that, very passive and just kind of holding the same setups all the time, it's very easy to read and it's very predictable. And with the talent that these guys have, I agree. Maybe we, they need a little bit more of a go button, as Ben likes to say, right? Get them, get them a little bit of a go button. Yeah, and listen, man. they have the talent to do this. They, look, they could do this stuff if they just have to. They, they have to do it. They're not doing yeah. it. They need to utilize their playmakers. You have mm -hmm. Stanley, who's very aggressive, and, and Attach is also very aggressive and, and very good S and D player, like mm -hmm. in situationals. They're all really good at it. So they 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 definitely need to utilize them a lot more. In my For opinion. Sure. Uh, and to your point, you know that fast system. I know it's not. Like there are other ways to play S and E, but if you look at how Toronto and Phase approach this game mode, it's very much the same. They can play slow, but their bread and butter is where they really excel against team is when they bring the pressure and the aggression and work those first couple of picks instantly off the break and just make it so hard for the other team. Mm-hmm. hundred no, percent, I agree. But I think we could go on to the next map, Ben, because I don't really think there's much to talk about um, in this S and D. At least it felt like it was pretty one-sided. I feel like Paris just really steamrolled them. But it's the response that Paris is really struggling in. It just seems like they can't get anything going. And, uh, you know, Donnie, he actually tweeted, a.k.a. Temp. After the series, he came out and he said, Jesus, man, we just lost track. We lose track of what's going on when it gets hectic. Good games, Minnesota. We lost 3-1. So maybe he's just trying to say that when things are in the mix, when, when things are getting a little, you know, too hectic, too mixy, um, they can't get anything going. I guess they can't. Maybe they're making mistakes. That's when they feel like they're making their most mistakes. I, I not really don't know what that is, but these guys need to start hitting rhythm. Cause Donnie was on the show. What he was on the show a few, what a few shows ago, a couple shows ago, and he was saying, like, "Listen, Thursday. man. Yeah, I mean, we were. You know, I mean, I was kind of saying, you know, I feel like it's too late for Paris. And Donnie was like, "No, it's not too late. We just need a fucking. We need a good event. We need a good this that." But again. They come out their own two already this weekend. They're not executing, and as much as I want to see these guys win, um, they're just not doing it. They're not doing it, and they they need to start. And they need to start fast. And it just seems like they're not playing as a cohesive unit, and they're not clutching up when they need to. There is definitely a play in this fucking map when I was losing my fucking marbles. 
And I'm pretty yeah, sure it was this round. Was it this round, Ben, where I started yeah, they, losing I my think, fucking I mind? Think the, the third round at the end as we play this out, and we'll, we'll get to that moment. I think that I know, Tom, like, it's an interesting comment from Temp about their comms in hectic situations. You would think a team of their caliber, I know Zap's a rookie, but they've got three pretty uh, experienced veterans in their team, and I'm a little surprised that they're running into issues where they're just, they're just not making good mid-round decisions and are losing track of players in the pinch and, and sort of how the other team spread out. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I really don't know what it is. It was definitely the decision-making that came through the end of this round. I think it was Zapdius who found himself in that Tiki area. And I don't know who it was for Minnesota that was pushed into basketball that was just being a nuisance, but he made a great play. He just delayed a lot of time. But again, no go button. It's like this guy's so cracked. But when he needed to hit the go button, he didn't hit the go button. It's like knowing when to play fast and knowing when to play slow. Those are like the best Call of Duty players, the players that do both and know when to do when. Know who's really good at that simp. Yeah, that's, simp literally, is, that's literally Chris's. That's literally simp's gimmick. That's why simp is so yeah. good because he has a go button, but he also ha- he also knows when to play slow. You know when to play corners. Mm-hmm. Know when to just give himself easy kills and sort of get into it. Yep, I'm not going to make excuses for the Paris camp or or anybody that's ever put in those situations, but at the same time, a lot of that situational play that you guys are talking about that simp is really good at. A lot of it comes down to like your small talk and your awareness as a team because there's a lot of times where players in those situations get confused because again you're talking about like how donnie said things get hectic and stuff like that that's when you're 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 pushed up in no man's land right and your teammates are kind of giving you in this information or lack of information if they're not communicating properly and that's what like a lot of the time hinders a lot of these call of duty players in terms of making quick decisions when when they should because of the lack of information that either their teammates didn't provide them or they just failed to to gather throughout a, a round or a play or something like that so a lot of that stems from that, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. It comes down to the team, the comms. It comes down to a lot of things. But it, it also is an individual skill as well, just knowing yeah, when to play fast. It's a little bit of everything, I think. Sometimes Zapdius, you're not going to get everything, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I agree with you well, every step of the way. I mean, Paris, they, they're doing a good job. They're getting the kills. I think Minnesota, they end up taking a long route here. It, it all comes down to who's going to win that first offense on raid. This guy, number two, he spawns up. That's Zap. He should yeah, know should, that the pinching. Yeah, I was about to say, like, you get that basketball spawn, you should know instantly what's going on here. 100%. I mean, he knew. He Well, maybe but then not. He, but then he's trying to help his team in the front. Like, like, like go shimmy basketball and try and get your team information. Mm-hmm. They played too tight here. And the problem with this tight setup in the situation is every time you die in this situation, you are going to spawn out laundry. And if the other team gets kills, uh, you're going to get in trouble. I think they get away with it here, but... Uh, right here, I just feel like Zap needs to challenge him. He regened his health. You know, yeah. he has he, he doesn't need to do anything. I understand the time's ticking down, but Dylan's gonna challenge him. Dylan's gonna challenge him. You want to get the upper hand? Like he could he could have cameraed. He could have got himself pushed up into a corner, but he just stayed in Tiki. He just turtled and he he cornered himself. Dylan was able to get the kill. Not only that, because of Dylan staying alive there, and because of Zap not making a play on him, it just delayed so much time. It just his team died bedroom, and now he's fucked in Tiki, and he's getting pinned by both sides. They yeah, lose the fight. He, he could have. He could have also even just like L triggered. Like literally, at least prepare yourself for the gunfight. So the way you're looking at this, right, is like he's the only one that's like kind of been in position to challenge. Besides, I, I think Aqua has an angle on him, right? Uh-huh. At least make it so that you're ready for the gunfight and you're ready to pepper bullets. He's kind of just shouldering him, and I'm not. I, I don't really realize how. I- Aqua dies here, yeah. but he should have been able to help him in some sort of sense here. So I'm kind of curious how this I, happens. I understand what Zap's trying to do, though. He's trying to he's yeah. trying to get all that time down. So I can understand the play of him just trying to delay it because I mean, if Dylan's not going to get on the point when the times to like.
like taken down, you're good to go. I just thought he could have he could have challenged this a little bit better. Yeah, well, dude, like like watch their setup here. Like this is where I'm a little confused. Is like they have two bed, then they end up having two guys middle. Like why not have someone rotate back, kill this guy basketball, and get somebody in the money? So you yeah, can, I you mean, can hold middle for money and play annoying. If you feel like they're pressuring middle, you can finesse in pillar, finesse around the back. Like they've got 13 seconds left. If they get middle control, they should yeah, win this round. I mean, that, that's ben, also true, Ben. But here, look, look at number yeah. one. So number one gets an initial kill, top mansion. Yeah. See how that skulls there? And then he just gives it up, gets a really bad timing on number eight. And then they break mansion. If that guy got that kill and just stayed alive and finessed or, short, or threw shoulders right after instead of running down the stairs for some yeah. odd reason... They would have bought way more time mansion and they wouldn't have got sandwiched like this. But now, so that's, but now, they're, now they're in no man's blunders. land. Listen, yeah, exactly. Listen, yeah. Yeah. moral of the story here, moral of the story here, there's five seconds left. They got all the kills except for the one guy basketball, which they know he's there. Why aren't they all just turning around helping Zap here? You know, like what? How is Dylan able to just walk out? He's the last one. They get three dead. Dylan's the last one basketball and nobody's even looking at him but Zapdius. They're all, they're all looking at They're trying to pick yeah. up spawn kills. Those guys don't even have time to get to the point. They're useless. Useless kills off spawn. They, they, actually, they actually just had so many blunders there. So Zap was playing that kill. Aqua was helping him initially, yeah. And then as soon as, as soon as the guy Mansion dies, the player Water shifts, gives up Zap's help. Zap gets bad timing on a shimmy, dies there. And then the two Water Steps players get sandwiched. They all literally just had such bad timing, and that could have all been prevented by isolating one of the sides. Whether it was Alex, uh, sorry, I'm used to calling him Alex, but Zapius isolating the player basketball, or just stacking up on Mansion, not giving it up, how I told you guys before, and letting the guy water end up like make, having to make the play last with 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 you having the full map control. They yeah. the, the, their problem there was. They didn't isolate either. Yeah. They, they screwed up on both ends. Mm -hmm. and that just came down to yeah. a, like small talk, in my opinion, and them, them not confidently making a play. Yeah, I agree. I just don't understand when they have three dead, you have two guys water stairs trying yeah. to pick up spawn kills. Like, it doesn't make any <laughs> doesn't sense to me. Just turn around. Just help. help Zap. I'm sure. Is Zap not streaming? Last one basketball. Last one basketball. There's five seconds left. Just turn around. Everybody should be playing for that kill. Everybody. Every, nobody off spawn can even hit that point at that, yeah. at that time. Yeah, so. and if the other team starts crossing through front, like, you can take money control. You can take L control. Like, you know, just make it difficult for them to get in the hill with one second left. Instead, they... They push out and they get killed from metal and they get killed from basketball mm -hmm. and the whole setup blows away and you spawn under and it's and, over. And the thing is, it's such a meat-headed play by the whole team and it's such a swing mode. It's control. If you could take this control map and go up two to one in the series, then Paris has a serious shot of winning this. It's just they didn't p p uh, push him out. And it's like if you're attached there and you get the kill and you get on the point, are you not saying what the fuck, <laughs> bro? If I'm attached and I got that kill and I get onto that point with one second left and then somehow miraculously they cap it, I'm like what. What the fuck were they just doing? I'm thinking when my team goes three dead and I'm the last one basketball shimming the last guy in Tiki that they're all playing for me. So I, I don't know if I'm attached. He was probably fucking I mean, mind blown. I, I, could, I could only imagine the entire rocker is just mind blown because, like I said, like the guy Mansion getting killed and just running down the stairs looking at nothing. Priest that gets the freebie, then attached gets out onto the point, gets a freebie, and then they win the round off that. They're probably just like, we had no business winning that, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And it was and a great play by attached, to be yeah, honest. It was yeah. a good play to play his he to play his life. Make sure he took his time on the kill, got the kill, and got onto that point. And all that time that Dylan de delayed staying alive, it allowed his team to come off spawn, get some kills, and help him on the point. So just a great play out of Attach. A great play. Yep. He's always been a really clutch player. So, I mean, shout out to Dylan, man. He he, he really won his team that game. I think, they, I think he went massive.
impressive there. And uh, they ended up going up 2-1, going into this Moscow hard point, Ben. Yeah, we're going to skip ahead. We're going to listen to this Paris listen in, and then I want to talk about sort of the last rotation of this game because it's kind of a little bit wild. Yep, let's tune in to the Paris Legion Astro Gaming listening, guys. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I'll spawn pinch for you. I can get your left pinch. I'm on your left pinch. Guy plat's not peeking me. Plat, priest of weak. I plat, the guy plat's not peeking me. There's a trophy this side, there's a trophy this side. My pinch gold, one my pinch gold. Yeah, I'm gonna climb on me, ask you. I hurt. I should go pinch. Marching, I'm marching it. I'm back peach, you guys. Play Neskis, play Neskis. Plat and Neskis, plat and Neskis. Good play by man. I'm back peach, dude. I spawn, I spawn. I spawn, I spawn. I spawn, I spawn. I'm back in it, back in it. I'm premium gold, I don't see him. He did that. I'm one shot, Yuli. I'm here. He killed it. Nice This guy's close tree. I spawned front, guys. I spawned front. He's mid plat. Yeah, he's Side up, side up, side up. I hear you on the side axe. Side up, side up, Sandy. Weak as fuck. I can get time. Back window. I have a trophy on time. Top PD attached. I'm gonna take PD. 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 I'm Get time, get time. I'm on that side. I have all of mid. I have all of mid. Two from, two from, guys. I have all of mid. I'm rotating actually. Great play by Scrap. Take a beat, take a beat, take a beat. I'm rotating. 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 I'm we know it's a money hill. Minnesota could really blew the game out of the water there. So Maddie made a good play, just getting into that police building, getting that first initial kill. He was hiding. He was soundhorn. I think you heard him say "Combs, Combs," and everybody just kind of went quiet. He soundhorn picked up a kill. Uh, was just able to keep his team in it, but it went very back and forth into this three hill Ben. Yeah, I mean we're gonna watch from here because this is when the the game kind of gets pretty exciting on this last rotation here. So this is a great map, by the way. Mi Minnesota exciting. does a good job pushing up outside to the hill, but then they get. Kind of crunch from Paris coming back off a of spawn. Paris is going to go ahead and set up. Um, good play from Zap to try and get away Eskies. Uh, we'll skip away to the P1. Um, let's see here. So the P1 is actually pretty mixy. Uh, Paris kind of gets a couple of kills straight. Uh, they come off a of spawn. They're going to slide in. Minnesota's uh, doing a great job yeah. here, just kind of contesting the P1 point. They were getting some time and just holding And holding those the P2 side, too. It's the most important well. spot. The Might most important thing on P1 Hill, it, it's a, it's just a contest and hold P2 spawns. Like, nobody's really trying to lock down time. You can. You can really lock down a lot of time on P1 if you have the right setup and you're frying and you have them pinned and pushed back. But for the most part, you just want to make sure you, you keep those spawns. You don't want anybody sneaking through. You got to make sure you're picking up all the lane, lanes and counting names. Counting names is a serious thing. Um, it was a serious thing that we went through last year where 5v5 is a lot diff a lot more difficult to count names just because there's a lot uh, more people to keep track of. But in 4v4, you got to make sure that you're counting names and making sure nobody gets through or you're not missing anyone. And Minnesota, they do a great job holding on to those P2 spawns. It got a little mixy, but going into another P3, I mean, it's only a 15-point game. Yeah, Paris do a good job on this P3 hold. They're going to get some of the slide-ins. They're going to end up actually having to hit front. But they make it kind of pretty back and forth. I skipped through a little bit of this, but they just do a good job of just holding some shimmies and some angles from front. No one's ever able to slide in from Minnesota. This is a weird situation for Minnesota. I'm not really sure what Sandy's play was 
just playing that gold uh, setup there. And at this point, Paris is coming back off of old, and they're going to put a lot of pressure on Bus. And Byron's coming to somebody's Globe. mic, by the way. Yeah, it's my mic. Yeah, I'm, there's apologies. a fire truck. Is there a fire in your yeah. apartment, Ben? Everything no, okay over there? It's going on my street. Um, and then I'm not sure how uh, Minnesota don't actually just like win this on this hill because they had a pretty good setup and they just get bullied from front. How the heck? Yeah. How did they die? I, I don't understand. They just lost the fights, I guess. They just somehow lost the fights. Honestly, just another great play from Scraps. Scraps just clutched up. He picked up some kills. Uh, Paris just do a great job. Just Donnie goes rogue. He ends up jumping on the bus, but it's honestly a good play because he's kind of the bait. Yeah, get the trades. He jumps up. He has everybody shooting at him. And then it allows Zapdius and Scraps to just kind of get in, get some kills. Scraps with a big shot right there through the bus. Those are difficult shots, guys. When you're coming through the front and you're trying to shoot those little heads peeking That's at same. a bus, it's it's not easy. But they do just enough to send it to another rotation of hard points. And this is where everybody was, like, freaking out um, because Zapdius made a little mess up here. He made a little mess up. He, he hit a YY. Listen, the YY, man, like... I see so many players. It's a bad habit to have, man. If he doesn't YY there, holds that L trigger, he most likely gets did that kill. Did he YY or did he, wait, he run off the ledge? Wait, prior to that, though, look at number four. Mm -hmm. So, look. Look at number four. Back it, back it up. Number four gets a kill in gold. And rather than, like, camping in gold, even camping by the window, he gives it up. So, although Alex dies here, one of the Minnesota players chases player, player four. And they no, no one's looking at the window. No one's looking at Shree at this point. This guy gets the freest pitch yeah, of his I life. You get yeah. the Shree too. I, I don't understand why they gave up Globe. It's they the just, most they important up, part. It's they the most it important part. What the they gave up Globe. They just made they a just huge... Yeah, the guy why lying on the point. Time. You have Number a guy holding it. Look at him. Yeah, yeah I don't like, know what he was doing. Look, like, this, this, is not, this is not the worst play from Don. The bike just needs to hold spawns. it, though. Somebody but Yuli, just but someone this. else has got to pick I mean, I mean, if, if, it the, it's just the comms yeah. right there. Like, if Donnie's going to hit Hill, I don't mind the play of giving up Gold. But if he does it, then Yuli needs to pick up the pinch. Like, they're not watching the pinch. They're just not watching the pinch. Like, it must have been a miscommunication or... Or something must have happened right there. And again, it, like Chris just said, it just allowed these guys to just get a free pinch. I actually didn't pick up on that. So good, good, good job. There, I, 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 I was watching this arrow just run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, they just gave up gold. And yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> I mean, I was more focused on Zap just why whying, you know, on a cut. Yeah. I mean, on a cut, and you should know the timing. Like, you should know yeah. that the kid's going to be running down Eski. He also he fell off the little ledge. Yeah, yeah, he fell off the ledge. People are on why whying. You see the frustrations coming out of Paris after the match. But hey, man, at the end of the day, Paris, they look like they're a good team that can hang, but they can't execute. It's like what Donnie said: when it, when things get hectic and it comes down to those clutch moments, they're messing up. And they're that making doesn't make mistakes. them a good team, though. See, I disagree. I agree. That. I agree. I no, I agree. That because that... a lot of a, a lot of teams are playing close series. Like we'll talk about LAG. That's like, the later. difference, Ben. They That's don't the get blown out at a lot of hard points. It's just like at the end of the day, the good teams execute at the end of the game and make plays, and the bad teams make the mental mistakes or just don't get the pieces at the end mm -hmm. to really clutch up. I want to talk about next steps for both teams. So. Paris had a tough week. They ended up going 0-2. Uh, I believe what Minnesota will finish up 1-1. So not the worst for them. They are going to be in pressure here because they do need to play some good teams in the coming weeks. So Paris is going to play Thieves on Friday. Uh, and then I'll play Chicago on Saturday. So some big matches for Paris next week. Uh, and then Minnesota, I believe, has one match against Seattle uh, on Saturday. That's a little bit of a trap one. Like when you have to wait all week and you're playing uh, even a team like Seattle. I'll be curious to see if Minnesota can bring the same intensity. Uh, but some big games coming up next week for both teams. Yep, big games. Big games coming up, and, uh, you know, the standings are pretty close. So a lot of these guys, they're, they're going hard, man. They're going fucking hard. Um, I could pull up some stats from the series, but, you know, we'll go on to the next one, Ben. And, you know, we had another good one. Uh, we had Seattle surge with Nicky D now, right? You got Classic coming in, uh, going up against LA Thieves, who just recently brought TJ Haley back in. So, um, Ben, this was a good one. 
Yeah, let me just uh, find the, the map videos here real quick, because um, I wanted to talk about this, which is, you know, we've talked about time and time again with, with Seattle that the raid control is is pretty poor. And, you know, like some of those losses have been really close. Uh, it's not like they're getting, they've had a couple of blowouts on that map where they've been non-competitive, but they've had a couple of squeakers where they just didn't clutch up. And they ended up letting that go through in this series. Uh, uh, Do you want to look on, at the interview, Ben? Yeah, yeah. You want to uh, look at the interview? interview? The Major no, 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 Maniac interview? They're no, all we'll freaking skip. out. You guys really want to watch the interview back? You guys really want to watch that? It's, no, uh, no. I personally don't think it's that big of a deal, yeah. guys. If you guys want to go back and watch the interview, go go back and watch no, it, no, all right? No. Well, well, we'll skip the Mike interview, but I do want to tip Major Maniac. He had a great series. He did have a great series. Absolutely fried in the response. To go back to the point, though, about Seattle in the raid control, you know, they ended up banning Checkmate uh, control against Thieves, and Thieves banned Garrison. Maybe would have liked, you know, Thieves, thieves have kind of fallen off a little bit in some of these Checkmates, especially... Checkmate control is a, a weird one for uh, for for Seattle. I know they also haven't had the best success on that map either. I just feel like against Thieves, maybe you want to just throw the roll the dice and and play that checkmate control. I mean, it's not like the uh, it's not like Seattle's a great control team to begin with, but I just thought it was interesting they let Ray Control go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, the map sets where it's pretty good. Seattle's had some success on Apocalypse Hub Hardpoint, and they played a lot of Moscow this year. Um, we did end up seeing standoff map two in this series. Did they not? They haven't won a raid control yet, right? They just haven't won one. Nope. Uh, nope. Which they is crazy. Are... I mean, Maven. Could yeah. It was funny listening to the cast and Maven freaking out. Like, he was like, <laughs> Seattle's finally gonna do it. Well, They're Seattle's finally gonna three... do it. Seattle's won three controls all year. So. And okay, well, that's not very good. That's <laughs> yeah. definitely not very good. But we go into an apocalypse hard point to kick things off. And a hundred thieves, they start on good side and they take full advantage of it. I mean, they, they start on good side and uh, they go up about, uh, you know, about 80 points. But I think Seattle does a good job staying disciplined and bringing themselves back into this match. Yeah, they, they do. You know, people always talk about how good the P2s are in this. But to be honest, teams that are making a run on this map do a good job on P3, P4, and P5 to neutralize that good side advantage or if they get flipped, to set up for those hills and chain them together. Mm-hmm. A lot of chains on Apocalypse, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like if you if you play the map right, you can just hold that mid map pressure, like hold that control, and you could just bounce back from P, like from P three to P four is a chain, P one to P two is a chain. Actually, P three, P four, P five is a whole chain in itself. Is if you keep that yeah. side of the map, which is well, kind of crazy. You can, you, you can change that to P one, P two. I mean, if you get flipped out on P five and you lose the last twenty seconds, like that's not bad. You can set up for P1 and P2, so you can kind of chain four or five hills together if you play right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Seattle, they do a good job just soaking up some time. They bring it back a little bit on that P3. You see them rotating early to that P4. By the way, Octane and Gunless, played. Uh, they played great. They played great today. I felt like they were doing their thing. I always love watching Gunless play because I feel like he's a really good player. Um, but obviously, Seattle's not picking up the results. But let's go into an Astro game listening with 100 Thieves and see how they sound. I'm pushing out early. Back maps, Carlos. Inside, inside, inside. Push one of them. Big push. 
I mean, it was a good listening, right? It was a good listening. They have a lot of energy. I actually really like this this like these roster with TJ Haley. I just think they mesh better as a, as a team, as a culture. We've talked about team culture before. Uh, they were playing really well, and obviously they changed things up with Hook because, you know, Hook was one of those players they thought they couldn't pass up on. But I think there's a reason why they went back to TJ Haley. It was just, you know, to bring, that, to bring those cons back, to bring that teamwork back. It just seems like they're a little bit more as a unit. I, I kind of... Here's what I would say is I kind of agree with some of the chemistry stuff, but the mm -hmm. results haven't panned out this week for them. So as I said, I think it was on a couple of shows ago, like I think we're going to see thieves kind of take this team week to week to try and find the best combination. Like, I don't know, for example, if TJ and venom is the best combination of players. Mm. It might be TJ and Hook. like, I think they're going to experiment a little bit to see what the best, uh, the best set for them that, that works. Um, they're very lucky with the depth they have, but I mm -hmm. thought the respawn plays from Thieves, they made a lot of mistakes across these three respawn maps. They squeaked this series, obviously, against a weak Seattle team, but just saying the flag, I don't think if you ask them if, if you grade your performance from F to A, I don't think they're going to give themselves an A-plus today. So you're saying if you were going to if you were gonna change somebody on the team, you would change Venom out and put Hook in and do a Well, TJ that's the one combo Hook? they haven't tried yet is the, the TJ uh, mm -hmm. Hook combo, right? But I feel like people give Venom a lot of slack, but I feel like he's a good – I feel like he's a smart player. Like I feel like he does a lot for the team. He seems very unselfish to me, and he seems like he knows what he's doing. I don't know. I'm personally a big fan of Venom, regardless of what the stats say. I, I, I personally think he's a great player. Um, just because of the things that he does on the map, I think I think he's very impactful. I think he he does a lot for his team, and you saw it a lot in that S and D today, um, as yeah. we'll get to in that next map and the last and the last map as well. You know, um, I, I don't I don't disagree. Like what he, he brings he makes, to a team, you know what I'm saying, Ben? Yeah, I don't disagree with you that he he definitely makes plays. I just think they need to find the combination of players, or maybe you go an unconventional route to try and get more consistency and respawn. That's where they've mm -hmm. been killed. Now for that's about a, like three fair. or four weeks, the, especially the, since they the picked place, up Kyler. The place, the place where Venom lacks that I, I guess Hook could make up for is like Hook notoriously is known as like a bailout player. Like he just mm -hmm. will literally bail you out of situations. He'll he'll initiate a lot of kills and get a lot of bloods on picks when you're trying to break hills. Venom is more of that ratty player, right? So when they, when Thieves has control, you know, he's going to be playing like corners, playing ratty spots like you see him kind of playing in this VOD right now where he's going to like, Try to like get kills so that way uh, thieves can't get out of like a trap or not thieves, but the the opposing team can get can't get out of a trap. Whereas Hook is like the bailout that's going to help you break situations. So that's I think where to the 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 two players have like a disparity and yeah, discrepancy. But, but the thing is, is now you know we're not playing MW. You know we're yeah. playing Cold War, and that's I think that's the thing that the problems they are experiencing with Hook is that they felt like yeah Hook might be a bailout and he's running around and he's doing all types of shit, but maybe that's not the best thing to have. 
for this team. Yeah. Maybe that's not what they need, which is the only reason why I think the roster that they have right now, personally, I like the decision uh, of going back to the initial roster. It was working before, and I just feel like the overall chemistry of the team just works a lot better with these guys. Um, and that's not to take anything away from Hook and who he yeah. is as a player, but I just don't think it was meshing well. But I agree. I mean, Hook was one of those players, right? He's just a play the playmaking ability that he has. It's like so hard to turn that down. Um, so I do commend 100 Thieves or LA Thieves to go out and, and get him, right, and sign him right away. And they still have him on the bench. If something were to happen, let's be honest, a player can get sick. A player, somebody can break their hand. Somebody, You know what I'm saying? Hook is definitely a good asset to have on your bench. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Guys, if worse comes to worse, if you got Hook there, um, you're definitely not sweating. I'll tell you that. So they're definitely not in a bad spot. I just personally like this team. But Seattle, right, with a bad spot. Actually, did, did LA Thieves get 80 points off the rip? And then what? They only got like 60 points the rest of the game? Yep. Yeah. They Seattle just, out, just out-rotated them, just outplayed them. Yeah. Seattle yeah. just outplayed them. Seattle was able to chain, like you said, the 3-4-5 a lot of the time. And then when 100 th- or LA, I keep making the same mistake you are. But when LA Thieves has and, uh, the opportunity to to get themselves back into a game, they're just getting insta-broken. Like mm-hmm. they got insta-broken on P1 on the second rotation where – uh, I think Venom picked up one of the bottom end, and and, and Kenny could have played his life up top, but I think he overpeaks and gets bad timing on somebody mantling the ladder. Yeah. They end up getting broken on P1, and then right after that, uh, Seattle gets to the back of P2, gets a nice pinch, wins a gunfight on the front, pinches the hill, wins P2, and then it just snowballs at that point. Yep, just snowballs. But then we go into the standoff S&D. We've been seeing this map a lot since it's been added into the rotation. I feel like everybody's playing this fucking thing. How could you map. not? Because it's a good map. I honestly like watching it. I think it's exciting to watch. I just feel like there's a lot of mixy gunfights on both sites. Teams can work both sites. You can work the whole map. The whole map is u- is usable. That's why I mm-hmm. like it because the whole map is being used. Um, it was a Venom show to kick things off. I mean, this guy was getting entry kills. He was planting bombs. Um, and that's just what he brings to the table. Um, he, yeah. He's just a good player, and he, he makes those big plays. Um, and he was just doing it all. He was doing it all, and he was able to pick up streaks early and, and get 100 Thieves a 3-0 lead. But Seattle, they started bringing it back then. Yeah, I mean, I actually also want to give Draza a lot of credit on this map, too. He got a lot of first bloods for the team. I know yep. he ended up like six and seven, but those first bloods are impactful. Uh, and then from the Seattle camp, uh, you know, they went down 0-3. They ended up making it 3-3. And then they just kind of lost three straight to go ahead and drop the map. Nice shots out of Venom through that window, too, yeah. right there with the AK-74. Yeah, I think Kenny might have automantled by accident or something on that mid yeah. Either that or, you know, Kenny, he's just ego. Like, you know how Kenny likes to play. That fool's going rogue. He, he just yeah. uses his talent to just bail himself out. Um, he could have been going rogue. But, um, again, Venom, he picks up a big kill. TJ plays his life, and, and Venom's able to pick up another one. And this streak, Ben, that Venom was able to get really helped him. Because Seattle guys, they started to bring this one back. 100 Thieves, or fuck, I can't, Chris, I can't stop calling them 100 Thieves. Uh, LA I, can't, Thieves I can't either, man. It's LA Thieves, they fucking, they, bring, they go up 3-0, they get the streak. Um, he only gets one, uh, if I remember correctly, he only gets one. And I'm not even sure if Seattle knew he had it, to be honest. Uh, but he only gets one, and then uh, Seattle bring it back 3-0. Um, they start playing a little bit more aggressive on those sites. Uh, big 1v1 clutch here from Octane, um, who played great today. I want to give a shout-out to Octane because he was doing his thing. Um, but the streak is what killed the momentum. I feel like Seattle flipped that momentum switch. We know how much momentum can really carry you through an S&D map. Uh, but the streak just shut them down. I think Venom was able to pick up a couple kills with his streak and just kind of rain hell on that site. Um, and that's where the momentum switch just flipped right back to LA Thieves because they took that offense with that Freaks streak. are huge on this map. Both it's bombs so are in the open. open. Yeah. 
you you basically have no place to defend any of the bombs from safety besides the I think the Delhi, mm-hmm. or if you take control mid. So it either forces it forces it forces Seattle to start playing really aggressive, and if they don't play really aggressive, then they're just going to be pinned in their they spawn talked. and going to have zero information and. And I, I, that's Seattle usually doesn't even play SND that aggressively. Seattle's another passive SND team. So like, it, it, you're, when you're playing a team like Seattle on this map, you get streaks. It's going to put them completely out of their element. Oh yeah, I mean, it, think about it. If if you're close to streaks on standoff, you play for them. Because realistically, like if you have streaks, the only thing Seattle can do, personally, if I if I'm a team and I know the team has streaks, at that point you got to start hitting mid and start working a, a pinch or a flank yep. and start trying to get some team hits on the flank and try and get something going. Um, because you can't just sit in your spawn and just give up the site. Because at that point they're just gonna plant the site back up, and now they even have streaks to work with. If you're on the site, they can bomb you on the site if you're sort of trying to go for that defuse. So, um, streaks are big on this map. I agree, Chris. If if a player is close to streaks. He needs to play for them. It's a little bit different. Like, if a player was close to streaks on on Checkmate, for instance, like, I personally don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't that I, much I, I almost feel, though, Tom, that, like, you already know you shut him down from streaks, right? So you know he's not a threat to get a second one. So I almost feel like you should just play standard, right? Mm-hmm. And say, okay, we're going to play these defensive rounds normally. And if they opt to use a streak, okay, at least we'll just lose that round to a streak. Rather than, like, we're going to play every round on the fact that this guy has a streak, which makes it so 100, like, LA Thieves is just winning rounds off the fact of off the scare factor. You know yeah, what I'm saying? 100%. Like, they don't even have to use their streak. Mm-hmm. They're making Seattle send their spawn, give up maps, and then they're going to get free bombs down. They're not even going to have to use any of these streaks. Yep. Rather than at least just try to bait it out in one of your early rounds. Like, I think they were tied 3-3 at the point when he got the streak, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just try to bait it out, play a defense normally, force him to use it early, because if he's not going to use it, like that's just a double L. You're not you're not winning the map. Yeah, playing scared. I agree. It's a good point, Chris. You you don't even when you had the streak, you're already using it, just having it in your back pocket because you're making the other team play differently, and you can use that to your advantage. Yeah. So that's a very good point. Then we go into a raid control. Um, good bounce back from LA Thieves. I think they really needed that second map. Uh, but then going into a raid control, it's just this, the same struggles for Seattle. Continue. They definitely should have closed this one out. Uh, personally, yeah. I think that they threw this one away. Um, and it was very disappointing to see because Maven, and we could ma- maybe listen to Maven's casting at the end of it. I'm down to listen to it, but <laughs> I think Maven might have jinxed it a little bit. But uh, it, it was pretty funny. But Ben, well, anything he really, really... He, I mean, dude, they had, they had at least an AV4, if I remember. No, no, it's a joke. It's tossed. a joke. Yeah, man. I'm yeah, fucking yeah. around. I mean, it, listen, yeah. he didn't fucking, if, unless you really believe in that shit. Uh, but I'm just fucking around. It's the Maven curse. You know what I'm saying, guys? But Ben, <laughs> what, what's the main thing for you in this map? What? Why do they continue to struggle? Why can't they clutch up? What What is the main thing for you, at least? Uh, like with Seattle. Yeah, with Seattle. Like why? I mean, I, they haven't I, won the map. They haven't I think won the, the map. I think the same problem with Paris, dude. When they get in pressure situations, the teamwork just goes out the window. We'll talk about what goes down in that AV4, but it's it's just the the little things. They end up burning a lot of lives in this first My round, God, even though Kenny. they get they got a couple of kills. Kenny is disgusting, bro. Kenny just did not. I love watching play. Four v two. Um, Seattle end up, I believe, um, kind of not clutching up this offense. There's a uh, a point that I had notated down that I wanted to talk about. Let me go ahead and find it here. But I think Tom, it's just it just comes down to those little teamwork bits. When the pressure's on, they just go ahead and they they're not able to sort of make the right decision as a team to go ahead and clutch up. Even right here, they said, forget about the pinch. Fuck it. Let's not even watch it. 
I don't like I don't understand that. Like why why just give up why just give up bedroom? I mean Jaza he literally just got the freest three I've never seen that. Where he just shoots three people. I've seen it before, but not like that. I mean he just walks in from behind him and pops three people in the in the back and nobody even shoots at him. It's just like little things like that. If you're coming off spawn, you're getting that close bedroom spawn. Most likely there's somebody pushing out your garage side, right? Pushing out that yeah. back art yeah. side. Like if you get that spawn, you gotta know somebody's pinching. While you have three people on the point, you either you either push out push push outside or you just like I think they had four players here yeah. at one point, right? They should have just stacked the point and like tried to just get it off straight time. Mm -hmm. And even if that guy hit a flank, by the time he hits that flank, like they had the majority of the point captured as long as they all don't expose themselves to it. Yeah. So I think that they just kind of hesitated. I think they had two players like stuck on water stairs and they ended up just not, you know, capitalizing on the fact that they had all the men. Uh, to hop the point. Yeah, but Seattle do do a good job on this offense to go ahead and force around five. They pinch back around from uh, the laundry side after the they great offense a. out of them here. Yeah, this is great. And then, and then at this point, Thieves is just kind of flooding middle. Bunch of trades. Seattle then cap. And then we got to talk about what happens in this fifth round. I'm gonna skip in a little bit, Tom, to when the the, the stuff goes down here. Mm -hmm. The last thirty seconds. Uh, yeah. Seattle does go. a good job getting that B point. And if you initially get the B point, since it's a harder point to get, I mean, yeah. that's just really good plays. I mean, they were able to just get some kills and stack that point immediately. And that's why the breakoffs are so important. I mean, people don't talk about it enough. The breakoff is like a serious thing. Like, you need to make a lot of these teams need to make sure that when they're playing teams, they're really paying attention to what teams like to do because the breakoff is super important. You can win games based off your initial breakoff. If you can get a clean 3 4 dead and get that B point, bada bing, bada boom, there you go. Now you got the hard point. You just use your time. You take some routes and you, you work some kills. And that's exactly yeah. what they did, you know? And then we, for, we go to a round number five, like you said, Ben. You paused it with 30 seconds left to go. Yeah, do you want to listen to the Maven calls? Yeah, let's listen into the last 30 seconds of this map. We can listen to Maven's casting and kind of see how Seattle threw this one away. He's in the yoga teammates. They continue to play around this. A streak is in. Not going to connect with anything, but it at least keeps him off it. And now Seattle Surge, 15 seconds away from winning raid control. And they get their first win on the year. They're so close. Not again. They're so close. But who's in <laughs> kitchen? I think that's Kenny. <laughs> Kenny wins a big one-on-one. -on -one. That's going to get him onto the point. The clock is going to stop. Venom wins one on the other side. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are things falling apart for Surge? Dear God, all Call of Duty gods above. Let them get their first win. More of the same. Almost dude. to the second bit of progress. Octane gets caught flowing out. Oh, no. No. God, all Call of Duty. I got to rewind. I got to rewind. Oh, Kenny wins a big one-on-one. -on -one. That's going to get him onto the point. The clock is What's making you this full, Ben? Let's break this whole situation down. All right. Break this, it down this, for me, Ben. There are, there are a lot of mistakes that go down here. So, all right. So, yeah, I've got a pretty decent setup here uh, to start. Uh, they have bedroom pushed out. They have the spawn pushed out. First thing I'm, I'm a little confused about. So, Classic's rotating back. I assume to go try and find number eight after he gets a call out. But then I get really confused. I think Nick gets some weird timing there. I think number uh, two, which is Persini, calls out that someone pushed lower bedroom and they lose track of him. And Classic gets some weird timing. He goes back to Tiki and he gets shot in the back. So, okay, that's fine. Octane gets a kill off the spawn. Things are looking pretty good. At this point, Thieves are all middle. Their water stairs are hidden. Uh, they're hidden front kitchen. Okay, I mean, this is still doable for Seattle. I'm surprised Octane gave up that. Yeah, I don't two know were coming off around. spawn. Two were coming off spawn. There's a one. lot of miscoms right there. So Sam gets that kill and then looks top looks top mansion right when he gets his kill. So clearly there's some weird discrepancy here in terms of what they're talking about, right? And then look at number four. Number four is looking at basketball. So like mm -hmm. they're looking for ghost at this point. 
There no. had to be well, some super miscommunication. Why would they think there's some? I have no idea. Like, like Octane's already pushed out in their spawn. Like, you got to think that nobody's up there. Like, you would have died on top by now. The, on top of that, right before Octane even gets that kill, Draza's off spawn before this, and he gets one kill. And instead of instead of sitting there and holding it. He runs away and then gets shot in the back when he knows there's two players two. off spawn. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, if you know the guys off spawn, why give it up? You know, just hold it. Just hold they it. And at worst comes to worst, even if your team dies, put, like, through mid and whatever, they're going to come off spawn and he's a live bedroom to just work a pinch or something. Like, yeah, and just... they, they only have a tick. Two players are off spawn. They're not going to double cap two ticks unless there's a super blunder by your team mm -hmm. and you guys die. Yeah. At that point, just hold your positions and let let Pristini, who's underneath them, and then the players off spawn get the rest of the information. Don't give up your spawn. And on top of that, the rounds before you saw Draz go top mansion and three piece his his own team. They can do the same if they get on the point. And if mm -hmm. they don't, and if and if he can't shoot them, then every other player that's in money or or L or basketball off spawn can shoot the other lines of sight that he can't see later yeah. in the round. They just Agreed. rushed it. And panicked. Yep, I agree. It doesn't. It's mind blowing. So, all right, so they make those mistakes, and yep. then here. So, let's take a look at this situation. Right, they're now these is kind of floating in the hill. Sam is in a great spot. I don't know if you guys can see it uh, watching at home. Sam has a nade and a stun here. He's top long top uh, uh, money. Mm -hmm. I don't think uh, thieves have a trophy in hill. So he's in an opportunity here where he can flash all those guys in hill. Possibly when they watch how this basketball situation with classic, they point, might get man. a pick or two and they may be able to slide out and retake this. Instead, he oh, he does. He, uh, I saw, what he what no, they throw? had a trophy because he throws a trophy and the trophy, the trophy explodes. Watch, mm -mm. so he doesn't even throw a nade, he just throws a trophy. Okay, <laughs> he throws a Wait. trophy. Wait, no, confused. they don't what? have a trophy. You can see it through the wall. What was that Wait. flag jacket symbol, though? Yeah, I'm, I'm let, confused. Let it play, Ben. Let it play. I'm, I'm curious because uh, I, I missed it. I saw the flag jacket symbol, and you skipped through it. No, that was his own. That, that was his own. Trophy. That was his own trophy. Yeah, hitting his own a player with okay. flag. Okay, okay. Yeah. I don't so think there's, there's trophies on that point. I don't there's, no, think... there's no trophy on the point, and then he just jumps out. Unless there's being one like hidden under, like on their feet. Oh, no, they all have nades. Him. Look at them all. They him. all have grenades. Yeah, they just said they got to use their tags right here. Get them out of yeah. the corner. Also, do you think Octane should jump out? I think basketball should peak first. Yeah, but he has an opportunity to set the guys up basketball. He throws a no, no, no. I, yeah, I understand that. No, no, no. He, yeah. he should use his tax, but I'm saying Octane went first. He was the entry man when I personally think the entries should come from basketball first, get those people in Hill to turn, and then you can jump out and I think, like, I think the reason out. I think the reason he did that was so classic shimmies here uh -huh. and draws fire from Kenny. So they know Kenny's in that corner right there, and okay. that's where Sam goes for. Because yeah, yeah. that's a wide angle for, for classic to challenge. I mean, yeah, he, regardless, like, it's a tough spot still, to be in. He should still engage. Yeah. And, and Joey, I understand you saying that you think he should slide out with this. I actually don't think the money play is super terrible here. If his teammates get one kill, he's like in a good position to clean them up. It's not like the worst 50-50 decision in the world. Mm -hmm. At least from, from my POV, obviously, I understand that the full basketball push out to try and get the trades is really good. But like if they had gotten one pick here, if he had used their tax, they'd kill one of these guys. Sam's like shooting two people in the back. I mean, 100 Thieves, they're in, they're in a good spot here, too. I mean, they're playing it well. They, they're stacking the point. They're getting that tick up pretty fast. I mean, they only have two guys on it. It was. <laughs> it, it might have been a little rushed. It might have been a little rushed. I think they panicked. I think they panicked we, a little We've bit. talked about this time and time again, Tom. I mean, they did, he, didn't even wait, like, he didn't even wait for his teammate in money. They could have slid out together. Yeah. They could have done something together. I mean, the, the, they didn't have a second tick yet. The second tick wasn't even all the way up.
And then on we, top of the fact that they didn't throw their tax and both their yeah. sub players were up, even if, so let's say Pristine's their engineer player, he can look at the point and see if there's a trophy there. If Nick is their engineer player, he can see it. If they have engineer, I hope so. Um, they didn't use their tax either. Like there's this is just unexpected. This series looks stressful as fuck for the LA. <laughs> these guys, I just saw a big deep breath coming out of Kenny after they won that map. He's probably like, "Mod on this fucking game." What, one more like, thought: these guys are getting gray hair. Watch the beating this map for where Thiago's a big. We've talked in, about this time and time again this show. When you stack the point, the other team gets nervous. Now the good teams do a really good job of staying composed, getting the picks, and getting out of the situation. This is where the lesser teams and and you know Seattle. It's in that category where clearly just the miscommunications and the mistakes happen and they're not able to try and deal with an adverse situation that they put themselves in. Mm -hmm. And then we go into a fourth map, LA Thieves. They go up 2-1 in the series. We go into a Moscow hard point. And uh, Seattle, they were able to send this to a game number five, Ben. Yeah, I mean, some some excellent uh, hard point action from My Seattle. God, they do classic. They do a really good job of sort of front running this map. I I think they maintained pretty much a fifty point lead through most of it, and then just pulled away uh, uh, on the third rotation of hills. I mean, uh, a really a, a pretty well executed hard point from Seattle. We haven't seen many from them this year in that category, but just an excellent play to deal with having just thrown away a map. They go ahead and respond and force it to a fifth map. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Seattle looked good today in hard point. I mean, they, yeah. they were they were disciplined. They were hitting their rotations. They were working well together as a team. They were, had good trades. Um, their comms sounded pretty good. Like, I just feel like they were doing their fucking thing. I feel like the hard point wasn't their problem today. I Obviously, feel like they the also SME got two was. of their best maps. Like, I feel like these are uh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse lately since it came in the rotation, you saw them play a lot. And Moscow is one of them. I think they played a lot before, even with Looney on their team. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I feel like this map set, if anything, just benefited the hell out of these guys. Yeah, just... for sure. It's a good it's a good map for them. But we do have a national gaming listening with Seattle Surge. Let's tune in and see how they sound. TJ wants to close that. 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 Come on, SD. Pursue two middle, two middle, two middle. Then I'm pushing right. They made him team killed. They team killed. Pursue two. Apple, Apple, can't hit him one time. Apple, 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 Free tree draws it dead. Nice, he's dead. He's back laundry dead. window. Back laundry window weak. I have a right. I have a right. Look left. He's jumped back in window. Jumped back in window. He's in the front closet. Maybe front here. I spawned front. Rugs, he's in window. He's closet. I hit him on. We've had a lot of Seattle listens in, Tom. Mm -hmm. If you want to go ahead and lower this, that was the best Seattle listening we've listened to all year. Yep. And I don't know if it's because Classic's on the team and his comms usually very good, but even Pristini's comms were excellent in that listening. The, the, the confidence they had, like we haven't seen this 
all year. Sometimes they've got two mutes on the team. Feels like Gunless and, right? and, and yeah. Octane, everyone making comms. I felt like that was a, a great listening from Seattle. Yeah, it's always good when the whole team is chiming in. I think the main thing is just, you know, if, if there's only one person on the map trying to direct things, you have a couple people go on mute mode. Uh, you could get lost in the comms a little bit. You could let people slip through. It could be some sloppy plays and mistakes. Usually when a team is messing up, it comes down to the comms or just individual decision-making. But, I mean, for the most part, they sounded great, Ben. I agree. I definitely agree. And Kenny was able to pick up a streak here. Um, he was able to pick up some streaks. I don't know if he got the missile, but, again, Seattle, they just do a good job holding those rotations and just staying ahead of the game. They get themselves a good little lead, and as long as they're just playing the game the right way and just building upon their lead and just making sure that they're staying disciplined and rotating and doing what they got to do, um, this map was good. It was easy for them. They were able to close this one out. Yeah, well, I, we don't need to watch the rest of it, guys. At this point, like, if I skipped, like, three hills in, like, Seattle's going to pull, like, pretty far in this map. Uh, I think we should talk about the last map, though. So, Thieves... Didn't really execute particularly well on the respawn. Uh, S&Ds, though, were, were pretty good on their part. And they go ahead and just raid S&D. And, I mean, they basically dominate from the start. <clears throat> yep, they dominate from the start. Venom, he comes out. He does what he does best. He's making plays. Um, this was just, I felt like this S&D, I, I, I fucking, I blinked and it was over, to be honest. I mean, Seattle was getting absolutely steamrolled. Um, it just seemed like 100 Thieves, they just played with so much confidence in this game mode. It seems like it might be their best, th their fucking LA Thieves, my bad. Uh, I just, I feel like that they're just very confident in S&D, which is good. It's definitely a good asset to have if your best game mode is S&D, but I don't know what their record is. What's LA Thieves' record with this team exactly, if you know, Ben? I don't know if you have those stats, but... They've been playing with this team, what, for two matches, right? Or mm -hmm. one match? Um, yeah, but they played before they got hook with with this team. Um, before they picked up Hook and put TJ to the bench, I feel like they were playing good at SND too, but I, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I have to. I don't remember which those the matches before phase. So they won an SND Miami mm -hmm. in that second series they put against London. Uh, they they went one and one against Surge in the series before that. Uh, the first series of stage three, and then they made the change after that. So the SND record's not too bad with this squad. Yeah. It's the respawns that are uh, that are a little bit tricky. Uh, and, and yeah, I think in this, this situation too, this would have been a big one V one for Octane. Yeah, if, if Sam had gone in. Yeah. Because you win the offense, you win the one V one, you go, you go to a defense, you could tie it up at two, but instead they find themselves going down three Oh, and that's never a sight you want to see. You never want to go down three Oh in an S and D. Cause at that point you have full advantage, you're in full control. You have all the momentum. So I think a hundred or LA thieves is just really feeding off the, you know, the momentum of it all. So just a yeah. good play by Drowza to predict this bomb planning and get yep. Octane off the bomb. And then from here, it's pretty much smooth sailing for Thieves. Um, as you watch this map, I want to kind of talk next steps on these teams. Mm -hmm. uh, so for Thieves, they've got a pretty interesting schedule next week. We talked about they're going to play Paris on Friday. And then their match on Sunday is going to get a, be against FaZe. So that's a huge one for Thieves. They can grab both. They're going to be in the driver's seat in this group. Uh, and then on the flip side for Seattle, well, they're also going to play FaZe first match on Thursday. And then they play Minnesota. So uh, likely the Woes are going to continue here for Seattle. Um, you know, if they could sneak a series or two here and get some momentum going to land, uh, we can see what happens. Um, but for, th for Thieves, keep building here. S &D, the S&D prowess will be really important, especially against a team like FaZe when they play Optic. Um, so excited to see that series next week. I mean, I'm excited to see land. I mean, I'm listen, you have a lot of pros who say, you know, like the, a lot of these teams are going to be different on land. You have certain players who get nervous on land. You know the whole debacle with online and on land. We've talked about it here on the show. We all have had our own opinions. Personally, I think the top teams will still be the top teams, but I'm sure we'll see some differences, especially in the middle, like lower half of the teams. We might see some teams perform a little bit better. 
especially with some of these like well-seasoned veterans that we have with a little bit more experience on land, they might be able to sneak out some wins or it, sneak it's out a good event, predict, but it is lot, it's very hard to predict. A lot of that pressure is just internal pressure from the team. So we just don't know what teams are going to feel it or what or not at this moment, uh-huh. but agreed. Like, you know, the Seattle team could be a team that maybe is, is uh, over, over achieves on land. And the Steve's team probably playing with a little bit less pressure than some other teams just because they know that they just got a lot of time to figure it out before champs. They might come out to the major four and play well and have another really deep run. So mm-hmm. it was a fun series. This is actually a way more entertaining uh, series than the first one. Yep. You see the frustrations coming out of the Seattle camp. Uh, it looked like fucking LA Thieves just lost 10 years of their life yeah. from that fucking series. But then we go into the next one. We got the New York Subliners kicking things off against Los Angeles Gorillas. You guys already know that Asim wants to join us on a show. Asim, how you doing? Oh, oh shit! I just got back from. What's going on, guys? You just got back. Did you just get <laughs> back from <laughs> poker before you dragged him? No, out? I poked no, him. I poked him. A good old drag. It's all good. Yeah, Thomas, how we him. doing? How we living? How we living, boys? Pretty good, man. I know you're hungry. I know you want to go get food and go do yep, your yep. thing. But you said you'd come on for a few minutes. Yep. And I have uh, to follow the tradition, Tom. You have I know to. It's, it's a must. It's 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 you have to. You played the Los Angeles Gorillas today. These fucking guys had a far on the map. They had a QBZ. They had all types I'm, I'm of shit. I'm not going to lie. I was very confused. I started dying to that Someone thing. I was like... They were playing, uh, weapon draft. Someone said they were playing Weapon Draft from IW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Chris, we I were mean, really confused. Like, dude, I was seeing FARS, and then and then I saw a late QBZ, and I only mm-hmm. saw a Craig sometimes. Weird. I was like, what are these guys doing? And I, I mean, don't know the, why. The far, the far I understand, because Dash you tried that for a bit. Yeah, I mean, the fire nah, around it, like, I kind of... But the Craig is just so good, though. The QBZ is the weird one to me, though. No, 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 Ben. Ben, before like before the recent uh, patch where they literally buffed the Krig again with the bullet velocity, it's like no debate. If you're using anything else, you're simply lost. Gene was kind of frying that map with the. Oh, was he far though? Yeah, he was doing his thing. I don't care how good he's. I don't care how he's doing. How good he's doing that weapon? It's unmatched like the Krig. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, no, I agree. Gene's a beast. Telling you right now, the far the far is so good now. I mean, this is just another topic, but. The reason why it's good is because one headshot, that's all it takes now, right? It's not like the Craig where you need two. Yeah. One headshot, and it lowers the time to kill, like, uh, like by one. And yeah. then, uh, by one bullet. And that yeah. makes this thing kill absurd. It kills faster than the M4, like, with the with with, uh, with a single headshot. So if you can get that one headshot in a lot of your fights, it's going to it's gonna kill pretty quickly. It's also very un- it's very forgiving because you spray, so... It's it's not a bad gun. I'm but it, right what about the recoil and stuff? Isn't it hard to control and shit? Like I don't. If understand. you practice with it, it's not. It's really not. It control. It controls yeah. very similarly to a Maddox. But like, but I mean the, the Krig just shoots pattern. absolute laser. Yeah, of, like, of course, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like you could peel people off head glitch, and especially like Apocalypse, right? There's so many head glitches. Like you got that that rock heady on P3. You had the P2 wall heady. You have like the P even the last hill even here. Like, you had the barrels and stuff like. I don't know. I personally think you're crazy yeah, for not Mars, running the I, I think it's crazy, too. I yeah, but listen, I don't, I don't mind it. The boys show it out. You know, we had a couple of days off. We were a little rusty the past couple of days in practice. But you know what? When when time was, you know, coming down to the perform, the boys were out. Well, let's, let's, let's take a, let's take a peep with, at this uh, listening. We have a with the New York Subliners, all right, and let's right. see how they sound. All right. I don't have it yet. I don't have it yet. Tell me when you're there. All right, I'm here now. This one glowed. This one glowed. This one glowed. Yeah, I'm gonna take between. I'm gonna take Okay, okay, okay. I need a trophy on time. Good job. Paco, make sure you have him in the back. He's in the back. Sheen on the back, Hattie. Assault and Sheen back there. Assault that Sheen on the back. Assault on the back. Yo, he's on top of me. Two there. One top, one in the back. 
I'm going to up in the top, one in the back. There's two top, two top. One, one back, one back door. 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 back door. One 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 back door. Go, 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 I'm gonna help he's you. One, 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 one. I'm on the right. He went, he went right, he went right. He went right. We spun out. We can't find him. Under coop, under coop. We're going low, we're going low. Alright. Alright, wait, wait, you guys gotta get kills here. Use kills. I got one, I got one. Use kills. One's alright, stay together, stay alive, stay alive. I'm gonna hop up on the team truck. Yeah, when the fuck did he get a voice box? I got one top. I don't see him. He's comfortable, Zen. I mean, Zinni, welcome to the flanks, Zen. How you doing? Zinni, what's happening, kid? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the fucking what show. What an entrance. Uh. It's always a pleasure to get you in here, Zen. You understand? Mac had some good comms today, man. I was surprised. Why are you surprised? I mean, I just I just never heard him talk like that. Maybe it's because I really didn't pay attention during the listenings, but he was he was spraying him. Yeah, yeah. You're right. He, he, he doesn't come like that very often in a lot of the since listen, I was listen, Our comms I mean, have stepped up. Ever since we have had Hydra, you know, we had the little pressure with the small talk, so now yeah. we just enforce it every day. And I mean, Max, let's, Max getting I like that. crazy Let's good also now. just say how it is, though, too. I mean, this is Max's second year in the league. As you hey, play, as you play more, more COD in the pro league, I mean, I was very quiet. Asim, you were very quiet. Uh, when you yeah, first yeah came I was in. very quiet. It takes a while for somebody to come out of their shell a little bit with the small talk. They don't really understand it. I mean, they're in their zone, right? So, Mac, he's, you know, he's starting to step up. He's starting look, to step look up. Look at him. The kid's frying. He's 20 and well, 13. Spe speaking of frying, I want to shout out the play that you make on this hill, right? You're pushing out low right. You're going to yeah, go ahead and pinch play. these guys. Yeah, you, you, you know make some it's the routes. Bents, don't teach him. Don't teach him. Let him rock. Let him well, rock. Well, the mini maps in the game, so I don't know what you're Listen, listen. Well, I mean, Ben, nobody be doing it, though. So where's their excuse in that? Yeah, I mean, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm sure they're going to go back and watch some of this stuff. But it's in the middle of the game, right, where you have to pick up on some of these routes. I mean, it's a lot different when you watch it back and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that, right? But at the end of the day, I mean, you got to make sure that in the heat of the moment, my the heat of the moment, you got to do them. You got to do them. I have one thing to ask. So this situation unfolds here. Actually, let me go back. Uh, there is a situation where you guys come off a of spawn and you guys get these like two amazing nade kills. Like walk us walk us through that. I'll try and find it on, on this situation. Did but... you guys mean to do this, Asim? Or did you guys... So I'm confused. Did you guys try and nade up top, like the top ladder, and then the nades just blew up through the hole? Like, is this calculated? Like, what's going on here? There's no way you guys purposely naded those guys out, and I won't let you lie about it. So now you Wait. can go ahead. Um, okay, Zen. Uh, we purposely naded top because I literally made the call that they were jumping up top ladder. So okay, that's yeah, no, exactly okay, what okay, no, no, that's what I meant. Okay, perfect. Okay, and and I don't know if I know one How'd of them. For, not stop I it? know one of them for damn sure. Uh, killed. Oh, oh, oh my God! Yeah, see, silly hopped, see, silly hopped for sure. I would have lost. But apathy, that trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I don't know why apathy died because I knew one for damn sure hopped up because I made the call to Mac to nade with me. 
So that that's for sure, Ben. Like, I mean, the one kill for sure, but the second one is kind of bullshit. I will say that was definitely yeah, bullshit. That was a little interesting. I mean, a good bounce, though. But I mean, but, I mean at, the, at, the, at the same time, too, though. I mean, you guys are all spawning in the back, and there's only two guys. Oh yeah, the I, I made the call, Tommy, to to Nate Top, and Mac listened to me. So like, if Mac probably doesn't listen, we probably don't get that kill. But yeah. I think you guys I mean, may have accidentally taught. I feel like people are all gonna be nading that top ladder now just to yeah. hit people in the hill. Yeah, because when you come off spawn and you look through that window, if you line it up with like the windowsill, like it lines up perfectly with the top of the ladder. So it's actually really not hard to hit if you just like look I mean, towards that area. All right, thanks, Ben, you, for asking you, that question, Ben. You know, you see, I had to answer we, one of them. We, now we, I'm going to get in trouble. Listen, no, no. that's all I want to say, Ben. No, 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 Listen, no, no, I'm going to go on. get my food because I'm hungry. I came in here for my tradition. <laughs> I love you guys. Great Wait, what's the problem? What's the problem? Uh, no, 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 it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. I'm not mad. I'm not no, 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 he's fucking around. I was trying to put it on Ben like as a joke. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Ben. Yeah, but I'm saying at the end of the day, I mean, if teams are not picking up on these little things, then I don't know what the fuck they're doing. The professional teams, they should be watching and learning the in and outs of the game. You can always learn by watching the game. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Just like the routes that Ben keeps putting on Before you go, before you go, do you want to... Before you go, you guys played this S&D like fucking uh, garbage. No, no, but we, we got we got to explain what happened. That's to you. Not do you right. want to do you want to explain what happened to you on this map? Okay, so uh, after we won the first two rounds, you know the kid was frying. I was feeling nice. I had the crick in my hands. You know, Tomas. Like sometimes I like be pulling out those ARs, right? <laughs> and I was getting my kills with the ARs, and sometimes I had to pull out the sub for my <laughs> offensive hits. So after two two, I think it was an offense or a defense. I was trying to pull out a crick. And my game was stuck with the start glitch for like a, a straight ah, 30 seconds. And I'm like, hey, glitch. ref, the shit's fucked. Like, are you going to reset? You just, hold on, hold on. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, is that an end? Are you going to end the game? Are you going to replay? Hold on, hold on. And then oh, after that, my, I was I like, know. dude, I need to figure this out by myself. Mac, in the, in the middle of the round, told me how to fix it. I fixed it for the round. The next round, the same shit was happening every time I tried to pull out a Craig. Because I was 7-2 with the Craig. I wanted to use the Craig. I couldn't put it out. I was AFK for five seconds of every single round. I had a sub out. The composure was out the window. Were you talking about the start the glitch? Window. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. The start glitch. The first two rounds, but those are the rounds you won, though. <laughs> I think no, 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 no. I, I said after two, two. I said after. Uh, two. I think you have I to use you your mouse. You have to use your mouse and press dismiss in the bottom left, right? No, oh, yeah, Zin. So I, I figured out that that's how you get the start thing out of your out of your screen but I, I couldn't figure out how to get the fucking crick out of my in my hands like every time i was afk trying to figure it out and i couldn't figure it out so, oh, so i'm gonna, you I'm gonna you put it on flicker through classes what you're saying oh yeah hey every time i hit start on my controller it would just like freeze it would just freeze yeah <laughs> exactly and i couldn't move around the start menu or whatever yeah you guys can see it now as asymus um, uh, yeah, I don't like, dude. Tommy, what's up yeah. with matches and, and glitches always happening to me, dude? It always happens. It happens to you and Dashy. I feel like the most. I feel like and Maddie. It happens to Maddie as well. Yeah, too. it happens to Scraps. It's and me, shit. Scraps, and Dashy. We always right, go through straight, straight, Keep this in mind. This isn't. A, this isn't a CDL issue. This is actually a game bug because it yeah, happens. It's not uh, it happens on the yeah, standard CDL, version. Yeah, it happens on the standard version of the game too. It's happened to me in a challenger. Why you guys spamming CDL? But what the fuck, LDL? What are you guys talking about? Pull it, fucking. That's a lack of it. That's, that's a lack fucking, division or lack division. Yeah, that's a sure. lack division. I don't or know what's lot, going you know, on. Lord, 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 Lord. Then you got someone say lot. <laughs> then you got Clay. Then you got Clay. Fucking trying to make a hero play like he's fucking Superman through this beast. So look at him go by himself. Look, Clay. Clay, what the fuck are you doing here, going by yourself? Uh, what are you doing? Look, look, look. I'm gonna go where guys. I'm gonna do it all by myself. I'm gonna do it all by myself. I'm gonna push up with nobody there. Look, oh, I'm Superman. Goodbye. <laughs>
<laughs> what the fuck, Clay? What the fuck was that? Okay, all right, all right, guys. I'm out of here. All right, so I, I love all you. Appreciate you, bro. Have a good show. Have, have a good day. day. You the man. Uh, let me get some chipapi moyes in the chat. You know. <laughs> Clay said I get that kill on land. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, right, later, guys. later, bro. Regardless, later, I'm just fucking bro. with you, Clay. You're a fucking animal. You were going off again. He fucking always doing your thing. But definitely some little plays, <laughs> some little things that I was noticing. But I'm sure the frustrations with Asom sticking in the fucking floor or whatever the hell. I don't even know what it is. A start glitch or whatever the hell he was saying. Um, it definitely had to be frustrating. But at the same time, I think LAG played good here. I think they outplayed the New York team. LAG is a good S&D team, which is yep, why I was yep. hoping that we close it out in the respawns because I did not want to see this going to a, to a fifth, uh, fifth map. Um, Listen, didn't want to see I, I did call a 3-1 yesterday. I said that the LAG was going to squeak. What do you want, a yes, fucking indeed. cookie? You want a cookie? Yeah, give me uh, a cookie? I'll get you a cookie. What kind of cookies do you like? Uh, are you a chocolate chip, chip guy? Uh, are you a, yeah, are you a, are you a, 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 a raisin oatmeal no, raisin? raisin cookies are trash. Oh, They're get garbage. the fuck no, out garbage. of here! Shut up! They are no, garbage. I love oatmeal raisins. Garbage, garbage. No, listen up! Uh, yeah. uh, come listen on! Listen up! Hold on! <laughs> I'm not gonna make a big joke, but listen up! Chocolate chip cookies are superior, but a nice oatmeal raisin it's good. can hit the spot. No, oh, yeah. it's not bad. It tastes terrible. No, man. that's not true. That's In the morning, when I'm having a cup Awful. of coffee, I would love an oatmeal raisin cookie. Now, at night, if I'm right. having a glass of eat, milk... You should be having a cookie in the morning. Come on, eat something healthy, man. What the fuck? What the fuck is your problem? Now you're talking about my health, and now yeah, I gotta make I sure I'm about you what I'm eating. You should be eating a cookie for breakfast. Come fuck on. This was you. This was what I want. That was an amazing round. I've I like cookies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go back and watch this whole round. So... So they, they get in an interesting situation here. Asim gets some weird timing outside of purple. And then App makes a really heads up play here to call in, after he gets a kill here to call in the streak. Uh, especially with Chin getting killed off that money head glitch uh, on the dunk. <laughs> yeah, Chino got peeled. He got peeled off the heady. It was a good shot. But Apathy makes a good play. He makes a great play. That's a good streak. You just guarantees yeah, a round play. right there. With 10 seconds, he's able to play his life, get that streak down. I mean, there's absolutely nothing that New York can do. Clay looks like he's ready to punch his fucking monitor. <laughs> Uh, and honestly, LAG just outplayed them. They they worked their picks, they worked their bloods. They they did a good job getting this bomb down. I like how they switch up between their aggression or playing slow. They're always adapting. They're always changing things up. I think that's what this makes this team so good at S and D. Um, but New York, they end up falling. Uh, Apathy had a big map. I want to watch this round. Clay Clay somehow wins this with a pistol, which I think is comedy, dude. We, we normally you need to have a sub to win this top purple fight. Nope. He just slides on Abbott and gets a pistol. Wait, yeah, why are we acting like this pistol is not fucking elite? That pistol I'm, is I'm nice. saying the pistol's OP is what I'm saying. Oh, you're also, saying He also OP. got really good timing. It's not like yeah, he, he had a straight they, 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 they bunked heads. I mean, Apathy yeah. had a good map, too, so I want to give credit to They Apathy. also did give Silly a bunch of kills here as we'll watch. My God, Did they, did they not get a nade hit marker on him up there? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think they knew he was up there. It sure didn't oh. look like they knew. I don't know what Asim was saying. Watch it. Look at the look at the reaction of Asim here. Let me see. He was preaching. Oh, oh yeah, at the end they looked frustrated. I mean he's probably annoyed that he kept fucking getting that glitch. I mean, oh, he's yeah, probably true, just true, ranting true, true. about the glitch. Like just I mean that changes cool. that that changes their he, they did get him our ground. He's eighty seven health. But um that, that changes their whole dynamic of search. Oh, so he's a sub player and he had to use a Krig the entire map because he couldn't switch off it. Although he had a pretty decent map statistically, that probably changes the, dynam the dynamic of the entire team. Yeah, now that, that, that is interesting. I didn't even I didn't really notice he was having <laughs> problems. I noticed the one round he was stuck in spawn, but he started moving, so I thought he was good to go. But now listening back to what the glitch actually was and how he couldn't just switch classes or anything, that kind of sucks. But, you know, what do you got to do? We're going to a garrison control. Oh, he control. wanted to pull out the Krig. Okay, sorry. And, and look, Gar garrison control, we have talked uh, quite a little bit in the last, in the last yeah. couple of weeks yeah. about New York is a great respawn team except for control. They, it's their worst game mode by far. 
Uh, and they do a good job in this series. Look, we, we've also talked about how LAG is really good at rate control and not on the others. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, let's squ- we'll square up on Garrison. And a well-played, well-executed Garrison control from uh, the New York boys here to basically sweep at 3-0. Somebody said go to Ace and getting turned on. Low Jesus key, Christ. Low-key, there was almost a double turn on. Asim got turned on on cam, and then they switched to Hydra, and he almost got turned on. <laughs> I don't remember what round that I don't was. think, have we ever seen a double turn on? Have we ever seen that in COD, where you somebody gets turned on, you switch to another screen, and then they get turned back, on? Back, I, don't no, think, I don't think so. I don't think we've ever saw it. They, but they, 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 they stopped stop shooting. shooting. They stopped shooting. They but... stopped shooting, but is that still considered a turn on, no, Clay? Is that still, I, th- I think it's still considered a turn on. But I, if you stop I shooting, it's way yeah, different. I personally have never considered a stop shooting turn, a turn on, on? Or okay. a turn on. Okay. I mean, people are going to drag the fuck out of it anyway. You know what I'm saying? You should have saw the chat lighting up when he stopped people, shooting. And people he... drag turn-ons when people get around corners and then they come yeah, back. Those, those aren't even turn-ons either. Yeah, those are the worst. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, New York, they did a good job just getting kills. They won the, the first offense to go up 2-0. Um, I think they do a good job to get this B point initially. They got a lot of time to work with, and uh, they just work some kills, and they get onto that eight point, work a stack, and it's just easy sailing from them. They go back to a defense, and they're <laughs> able to close it out. So there's really not much to talk about here, Ben, unless there was something that. You well, really I want to talk about eye. this situation. LAG, this is we've seen teams like they're so they're so afraid of these situations, these transitional uh, periods between A and B, and like LAG try to get green control. They never release anyone lights. They're kind of giving up the B point, even though uh, New York has one person capping it. And then when they do try to decap B, when they realize they have green control, they all kind of die and they give New York a free A cap uh, as we watch this round play out. Uh, Apathy's one and nine. Yeah, Brian also doesn't Apathy's help. Apathy's struggling. He's not picking up kills. I mean, you just can't all give up green. I agree. He had, he had less kills in this map, Tom, than he did in the S and A. They make a huge mistake giving up green like that. Like they can't just because yeah. look at New York now. You know, they get the they they just looked like they didn't know what the fuck what they did to do. They were like, with, with a little sliver left, they start pushing towards that B side of the map. They get the kills. New York gets it right away. And then because they gave up green, because they just chalked up green control to go try and hit the point out. New York was able to just waltz onto the A point, and it was just easy sailing. I mean, that just looked like a, a good round from New York, but maybe some trolls coming out of the LAG camp. I don't really know what their thought process was right there. Maybe there was just some the comms. Maybe they were just, like, not on the same page or, or what. But um, then we go into uh, the third round, and, again, New York. I lost full when Silly. I understand it's a 1v6 at the end, and, and Silly's, like, come on. He's probably not going to win it, but he didn't even try to get into the point. He said, fuck it, forget it. I'm just going to sit well, there. Well, hold on. Green. The LAG, LA, I didn't even notice this situation. LAG what? had a 4v2 here, and they they just need to kill Clay, and they're like super valuable. Clay went situation. huge. Clay, went Clay huge. gets one kill, gets away. Silly doesn't even go for the trade on it. Uh, Clay did a good job, though. Clay, he did a good job juking the kid. did a good job, and then now it's a 2v1. And then we'll watch the situation with Silly here. He decides to just go ahead and not take this shot. I mean, I, I understand it's a 1v6, but, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, you know, how are you ever going to make an amazing play if you don't even try? You know what I'm saying? He, he just, like, yeah. was like, fuck it. I'll take the loss. I'll save a death. Um, and he didn't even try and get in there. But then we go into a fourth number map. It was a fourth uh, map, and it was a Moscow hardpoint. Uh, this is where I was like, New York has to win this because I personally think LAG is a really good S and D team. So I was like, this map is very, very important. And New York do a good job here, Ben. Yeah, I mean, they've been pretty good in Moscow all year. LAG actually did a pretty big win on this map against Phase a, a while back, about a month or so ago. So I was watching this map. I was like, okay, maybe LAG's got a chance here. And again, just a really good hard point where New York kind of goes up. They sort of front run the map and it never really gets away from them. They're able to manage the game efficiently and close it out. Well, interesting spawns right there from LAG. Why didn't they spawn out street? 
Was it because uh, nobody was hard blocking? Let me take a look, take a look, look at it again. Right, Chris? If, if nobody's hard exactly blocking, so. everybody's pushed e up, right? So potentially that spawns open. I'm trying to see when this guy spawned. Okay, yeah, they just, just didn't, they just didn't have anyone blocking. Yeah, they didn't have anybody hard blocking. I mean, you see them turn around. Like, they turned around and looked at it. But, I mean, they could have really blew this game out of the water right off the rip. I mean, they get most of the time on P1 or, like, half of it. They could have got a full 60 there. They could have went up 70 or 80 points right off the rip. Um, yeah, this is just a thing in hard points. So they had they had two players pushing past the hill. So in this game, whenever you're pushed past the opposite side of the hill, um, that influences the spawns. And usually for every spawn point of every hill, um, the back end always has two spawns. So there's one bottom police, and then there's one on the street right next to police. Yeah. And since they had two players flooding past the line, that it, it just opened up the secondary spawn that Matt couldn't block from in the hill. Yeah. And then uh, just uh, after that, you know, New York do a good job. It's easy sound for them. But let's go to the listening with uh with LA Gorillas to see how they're coming <laughs> to the rest of this map. Cut out, cut out, cut out, lean down. Lean down, lean down. No, he's officer window, he's officer window. They're officer window. Office, yeah. We're rotating. Hey, I try man. to rotate here. Dude, one guy rotate mid, ace him. On old Hydra dead. That's a nice play with flat. office. Mike, he might he be in the hallway. Ace him tall, he's Coming, Justin. I don't see him. He's repping eskies. Another one in busted old man. I had some chicken and rice. He's already eskies. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, we hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll pick it up. I'm looking at eskies from hill. Oh, one street. No one street, Clay. I got them both. I'm watching the T2. Hallway in eskies last year. Please forgive me. He's in the middle of eskies. Kill Larry, kill Larry. He's in the middle of eskies. You ran back up, I think. Need trophy or good? Hey, I need one. Yeah, we need one. Tree dummy. Fuck, I couldn't kill that. Go down, I gotta push up. Max globe, Max outer globe, outer globe. He's top. top I I I I'm dead from ticket. He's red yellow tree, yellow tree. Rob man ate some game page. I'm going to the hall. I'm coming through the hall. I'm coming through the hall. I'm coming through the hall. I'm I'll wait till the listening finishes, but... You're good. Go ahead. Okay. What I was going to say was they have control of Eskies. So when you have control of Eskies and you don't opt to challenge the hill right away, it keeps the player that's plat for LAG honest because he has to make sure that he doesn't get through to P2, right? So by keeping that player honest, it makes it so their crossfires on street and around the hill are weaker. So they waited for the player's street to make the play, kill Cheen, which then allowed the player's eskies to hit the go button, and that's mm -hmm. when they found the opening. Yep, no, 100%. There's a good play to get him from behind, and Aeson was able to just flip those spawns, and they were able to get some time there. But LAG, they try to bring this one back with a, with a P3 rotation, um, and that's exactly what they do. I think there's a lead change here. They hold most of this time, if not all of it. Uh, New York makes it a little bit mixy towards the end of it, and then we go into a street hill. Um, the street hill, you always want to try and get that bus control, try and get that bank control. It's like the most important thing. It's nice to see New York really focusing on that because I feel like that was their biggest problem on that hill, which is never getting control of that. But it seems like they did a good job just getting to that point. I think somebody got there really early and was able to push out Globe and just kind of be a nuisance. I think it might have been Asim again, but I'm not even too sure. But um, the, it was just a very close game, very back and forth. That was, yeah, uh, man, one thing they do good here, Tom, is they put a lot of mid-pressure on when they hold these street hills, I've noticed in this map and other times they played it. And it sets you up for the back end of this hill because if you do die bus, no problem. You're spawning P2 side. You've already got middle, so you're rotated for next. And you can go ahead and chain P4, P1, and P2 together and get out to a big lead. Yeah, I love how early New York rotated. I mean, you saw Clay and, and Asim. I mean, Asim was top Eski with 15, 20 seconds left. Clay was already mid-map. They're making sure no one is hitting that long route on them <laughs> to try and go around and, and close out this game. They do a good job, but the, the flips do come in. New York does realize it. I think they make a good heads-up play, realizing that the spawns come in. Um, but New York was able to close this one out, Ben. Uh, it was just a good a good map from them. It got a little bit mixy. It got a little bit scary. 
Uh, but for the most part, New York do a good job just staying in it and uh, staying disciplined again. The dub, man. They worked a lot of yeah. trades here on this P1 hill, um, and they did a good job keeping the lead, and they ended up closing it out. So it wasn't so let's, anything too crazy. Let's talk about what's coming up next week for both teams. So New York actually will play on Friday against a Florida Meet Nearest team that's coming off a huge upset win against Toronto. So that'll be an interesting series. Mm-hmm. And then New York will play the last match on Sunday against Dallas. So two huge matches for New York next week. I'm excited to watch. On the flip side for uh, the boys from Los Angeles Gorillas, they're going to play Dallas on Thursday, uh, and then they're going to go ahead and play Florida on Sunday. So they're basically playing the same teams as New well, York. That's we'll, interesting. we'll pull up the schedule. You see Clay, yeah. he's talking about the free P2 spawns. I mean, New York is literally gifting LAG P2 spawns. I mean, literally. They're lucky that they bail themselves out with yeah. their talent. Because, Clay, against a good team, you guys got to make sure you're not doing that shit. Because, uh, I, mean, I mean, not to take anything away from LAG, but I think you guys bailed yourselves out with some talent. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that you guys are holding those spawns. Make sure you guys are recognizing those flips or at least blocking or something. Um, because it could have got a little bit mixy if LAG was able to hold and pick up some kills. Um, but you guys end up just breaking it back and, and getting that P2 and then just winning the game. So just good plays out of you guys. Um, but yeah, Ben, I think we should go fast forward into the schedule coming up. We got some good matches ahead of us. We'll get into some predictions. We got uh, we got Parasitans in here as well to drop their predictions. Then we'll go into some questions as usual, guys, and we'll call it a fucking day. We'll have Ben fucking sink a putt, hopefully, and we'll call it a fucking day. Uh, so pull it up, Ben. I'll let you take your time. Just give me yeah, give me a second to find it. If you wouldn't mind. Zin, how you doing today? Zin, you doing good? I'm doing good, Tom. The weather was uh Shit. wasn't bad. I I did a nice deep clean. I did some laundry. I watched uh, nice. a bit Productive of the Champions day. League final. You know, it was it you was, it was you watch football. Was good. Yeah, listen, I'm not really. I don't really watch soccer. Sorry, football, whatever you guys call it, at all. Football. But uh, I mean, I, I like watching the big games. Like I watched the World Cup. I wanted to watch the Champions League final. I watched like the big stuff. Yeah, I mean, and I, I want to get more into soccer because soccer is like uh a... It's a good time to get in. There's a lot of international yeah. soccer tournaments coming up over the, the next few weeks. We're going to have Nations League and CONCACAF. You're going to have the Euros. You're going to have Copa America. The biggest uh, issue with following sports as a gamer, streamer, whatever, is you're pretty much gaming while the games are always on. Yeah, that, it's that's hard what, to watch. It's that's hard what's to always track. made it very difficult. Is well, I'm that, either streaming or perfect. playing competitively or, or whatever it is, I'm doing something. I'm a highlight yeah, it's guy. A, it's, a, it's actually perfect because you have the European Championships that are going to be on in the morning, and then Copa America is late on the East Coast time. So as long as you don't have elite games, you're going to be able to watch both the elite South American tournament as well as the top – European uh, uh, domestic competition for the national team. So you must think I don't scrim, I don't stream, I don't. Yeah, but you but you can wake up at 10 a.m. and watch a game. Come on, are man. you out of your mind? I mean, wake here's the problem. I was streaming till 7 a.m. or I was playing. Till well, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a you guys problem. That's Wait, what no, I'm last night you were on till seven? I mean, I was on till what was I on till last night, guys? Four or five a.m. Like five a.m. Wow. and then I ended up getting off. And you know, I'm a little bit wired. You don't just get off and jump in yeah. bed and go to sleep. You know, I'm still wired from looking at the screen. Six, five or six. So I was up late. I was up late. I was playing valorant all night i kind of love those nights when you like you're going to bed as the sun's coming up there's something about it i can't i don't, I don't know. know i was playing with my girlfriend me and me and mitch we were playing valorant and we were streaming we were having a good time uh but let's get into the matches man let's get into the matches yeah. oh one thing about football's in to go back to your point football is hard to keep track of because there's so many different leagues there's so many different teams whenever i talk to people they're like i don't understand i thought ronaldo was on portugal i was like oh god you got you guys don't watch like there's club teams, there's international teams. Like people really don't get it. Like they really don't understand it. I, mean, so. I don't get it either. Because if you were to wait, so what team? Just answer this one question. So Ronaldo plays for Portugal and who else? 
Juventus, he plays for Juventus. That's his club Juventus shirt. right now. We'll see if that sticks. Okay. I don't think it's gonna stick. I'm gonna be honest. I think they're gonna clear some caps, uh, some space for. Yeah, he might be out of there. That guy's a lot of money. Uh, I think they're gonna get rid of him. But let's go on to uh, the matches tomorrow. We got London Royal Ravens kicking things off against the Florida Mutineers. We got Dallas Empire going up against yeah. Toronto Ultra. That's gonna be a good one. And then we got Optic Chicago versus Phase Atlanta Phase, the Game Fuel yep. Marquee matchup of the fucking day. We're gonna have ourselves a fucking day, guys. Mod on. Let's. Banger, off. We, a banger, banger uh, day. Set. Yeah, this is lit. I didn't even realize this was coming up, but let's go with the first uh, the first match. We got London Royal Ravens going up against the Florida Mutineers. Who do you guys got? I personally think Florida is going to carry the momentum that they just came off a big dub. I think they might be hitting form. I'm just going to go with Florida 3-2. I think it's going to be a nail-biter. I think London's going to come out to play, but I think Florida is going to squeak it out. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say London because I th I think both teams are very weird in the sense that I'm not sure what to expect from either because I feel like on any given day uh this is the coin flip series for me it's like I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if either team wins Florida if we see more consistency out of them I I would put them as the overall favorites but London they London look solid in the in they a do. weird way no, they, they, they look better than I was expecting Alex was playing better than I was expecting him to play after not playing for months so I'm going to go Royal Ravens 3-2 for that one I'm going to go uh, Florida 3-2 because I agree this is a coin flip series. They had, these teams haven't played each other this year. Uh, and Florida looks like at least like this week the better S&D team. And generally when I get put in this situation, I'm going to pick the better S&D team. So we'll say Florida in a Game 5 thriller to open up our Sunday play. Yeah, I think Florida also takes a Game 5. <clears throat> but again, I don't really know what to expect from either of these teams. Like, I'm not sure if I, if we saw a really good version of, of London or a really poor version of Dallas when they played. So, and, and it's the same way with Florida and Ultra when they played. Did we just see a bad Ultra? Or is Florida actually playing really well? So, it's I, I'm, I'm really honestly not sure what to expect from, from this match whatsoever. Nope. And then we go into another one. We got Dallas Empire kicking things off with Toronto Ultra. I personally think Dallas, they need a little bit more time with Vivid. I think they're going to get to that point where they're going to be able to compete. But right now, I feel like Toronto Ultra has that edge on them. I just feel like Toronto's just been a really good team uh, all year. They obviously won an event. I'm personally going to go with Toronto 3-1. I think they're going to put Dallas away tomorrow. I do. I do. I, I'm going to say Toronto 3-2 because Dallas will keep them honest. I think it's a big series for Toronto. They don't want to go on a two-game losing skid. Mm -hmm. I think for Dallas, I agree they still need a little bit of time in the oven. Um, <laughs> so. Not bad, Ben. I, actually, I, actually I like, like that. that. I like that. A little bit yeah. more time in the oven, Ben. Cooking yes. it up. They, they, need, they need a little bit more. <laughs> you are a moron. A little bit more internal temperature. He's a but funny moron. I'm, he's, I'm, he's funny how. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll take Toronto in a nice little game five again, back to back game fives. Toronto three nice Sunday. All right, Zin. Toronto three yeah, zero. I could have predicted I'm that. Going one. To, I'm going no, against no, the grain. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying Toronto three zero because I'm on ultra. I've been very honest on this show my entire time. I don't listen. <laughs> they they signed my checks, but still, I'll give you the real uh, the real rundown. I don't think Davos looked great. In fact, I think they look pretty poor mm. as to what we'd expect from them. And I think Ultra doesn't like losing, especially when they've been so dominant. I think they come into this match and, and go 150% and just put Dallas away quick. Yeah, going it was, against just, the the way, it was here. just the way you said it. But yeah, go Going against the grain, and I think Empire is going to win 3-1. I think Porter is just going to come out and be the greatest player of all time because he's been sucking. No offense, so? I love that they, guy. They need a, they need yeah, him his birthday, happy series. birthday, Krim, man. Yep. Yeah, is it his birthday, birthday today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Isn't it the yeah, twins' 40, birthday? 40, he's 42 years old. What about Scraps and Weskin? Isn't it their birthday too? Well, it's their birthday is like two hours our time. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, okay. Well, happy birthday to all those guys, man. Let's wish them all a happy birthday. Make sure to go tweet them, show them some love. Uh, But then let's get into the next one. We got Optic Chicago going up against Atlanta FaZe. I think Optic look really good. I think they're definitely a top four team as they showed uh, last event. I also think they... They haven't dropped many maps. Haven't they only dropped like three or four maps in like five series or something like that? Like they're definitely looking really good. Um, yeah. I just, for some reason, I just feel like, you know, FaZe is just, I personally think FaZe is going to close this one out. I can see it being a nail biter. Um, I just know what FaZe brings to the table. And I think they're going to be a tough team to beat. And I think FaZe is going to really want to win this one. Obviously, they're going up against a powerhouse team like Optic. So I'm going to go FaZe 3-2. I can see it being a nail biter. I can see Optic taking taking a couple maps. So I'll give it a nail-biter series. I hope we do see a really good series because I really want to see this go down all the way to the end. So I'm going to go Phase 3-2. I'm going to go Phase 3-1. I think the, the problem with this matchup for Optic is they just haven't, in the two series they played against Phase, they haven't had any traction in the S&Ds against Phase. Mm-hmm. I think Optic looked good to take at least one respawn this series. But unless they can come out and take that map too, I have a feeling that Phase is going to finish this out in four. Mm-hmm. Who you got, Zin? I'm going to go Optic 3-2. And I don't really have an actual, like, okay. super big reason why. I just mm-hmm. have a feeling Optic's going to come out strong. I think FaZe looked vulnerable at, at times versus Paris. Obviously, still the better team. Mm-hmm. And if you were to ask me who the, who the better team is, I would obviously say FaZe. But I don't know. I feel like Optic's going to come out swinging and just maybe catch FaZe off guard. Yeah. I mean, uh, Optic can 100% and come out and Of course, and win, I mean, but... Green Wall. I'm going, <laughs> against, the, I'm going against the grain again. You know, FaZe, I always, I always uh, put my faith in FaZe. But I'm going to say yeah. Optic's going to come in 3-0. Oh, 3-0. They're, yeah, they're just going to fry, bro. I'm oh, telling okay, you. Okay, I, have a feel, I have a really good feeling. All right, interesting. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> you have Dumbledore? You have... I mean, I mean, Listen, hey, man, I mean, hey, I'm it's just, Call I'm of Duty. Just, I'm going against the grain here, man. I want to go the same route as everybody yeah, else. I mean, yeah, me? I, I like that. I mean, I mean, it's not like it's impossible. I mean, it could happen. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the fuck I'll happens see. tomorrow. I mean, we, hey, it's two powerhouse teams, two very good teams. So I feel like anything could happen. Um, but again, at the end of the day. It's just predictions, but I think uh, we'll go into some questions, guys. If you want to drop some questions in the chat, we'll do the best we can to pick two or three of them out of the chat. And as always, guys, you know, it's always a pleasure, you know, to do this show with Ben Genesee. We got well, some guests coming on today. We got fucking Zen. We got Parasite. We got Asim. Uh I really do appreciate these guys coming on board. But if please, if there's any questions that you guys want answered, drop them in the chat. If not, we'll move on to Ben. Dropping a fucking puff for us. What should happen with Apathy? Another point seven today. What do you guys think? You think Apps on the struggle bus? We here. I don't think What's it's going just on? Apathy. Like I just don't know. Like Silly came on and he made some good points, right? And he kind of he made me even sit here thinking, damn, maybe LAG's a top four team. This guy can speak. But uh, I mean, I don't know. Something just not clicking. Granted, they played New York, right? Obviously, like a top two, top three respawn at the yeah. very least team in the game right now. So I don't want to put too much stock into that match and be like, oh, LAG is incapable of beating anybody. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, I mean, I think we all know Apathy hasn't been very consistent all year. He, he's necessarily never been the most consistent player, right? It's sort of as the year goes on and progresses, he he's gets very hot and cold. Pro- progressively better at the, at the end. And champ's time is when we've always seen the best version of Apathy. I don't know. They're not going to get rid of Apathy. To be honest, I, per- I personally think, and I feel that. bad for Brian because I know how talented he is. These last two years, ever since franchising started, he's been on very bad overall teams. Not saying like any person on the team is like bad or good, more so just the team environment and the team is just very weak. 
Like last year, I think it was uh, Seattle, and now this year it's the Gorillas. And he hasn't been on a very strong respawn team, so it's kind of hard, I feel like, to gauge his skill as a player because he's just he's playing on teams that are not very good. Mm-hmm. And it's and and, he, and and prior to that, you know, in Bo4, he was on a very good EG team that almost made a run and arguably could have beat, I think, uh, the champs of uh in uh, BO4 so it's it just kind of sucks to see my boy app in that position so I, I can I can test that a little bit though because they only did that in one event they weren't super competitive in the other uh what they played at playoffs and they didn't make it to uh the the weekend portion of that um yeah. then they they ended up getting what I, I don't remember them getting top 12 at Anaheim I think they really struggled Anaheim in London gotcha. I think he's just been in really like agree he's been in really tricky situations for a couple of years and you know, it's going to get to the point where it's going to be tough for him to figure out team situations. I'm just, again, still confused about this LAG team and what the goal is because they're being somewhat competitive in this series, but there's enough data now to show that this this core group isn't going to clutch up against good teams, so I'm not really sure what the goal is. I think it's too late, though. I feel like for, for them to even do anything else, if they really felt like they need to mix up their core. I, mean, I think They I, had a player I, they could have mixed up with, late. but they, they sold them. I mean, we'll see. EG won yeah. champs in World War Two. Oh, yeah, but EG, EG also all time out. EG also. Zin, EG was shit the whole year. Well. Won champs. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, they weren't. They Hold weren't on. shit the they whole year second, though. To be fair. They they played second yeah. at the event before, and they're lucky they three owed my team, which was oh brother. Listen, if we win one map, they're out of the tournament. I, yeah. I I know it's like oh, but you didn't. I get it. But if we win one map, like they were gone, and unfortunately we got fucking three O thunderclapped. But. Uh, they, that was well, a fluke. World War Two also had cabin wall. Heavy, you think that was a fluke? Grenades, sniper rifles Listen, and Embry strats. You don't think, it, way, you don't think it was eggs clutching there's up? There's no Embry strats on they this game. They were also really good at the CWLC at all of them. Go <laughs> Listen, you have to give them their credit. Like obviously, <laughs> oh, they, without a doubt, they won and like they deserve to win that event. I yeah. guess. But like, if if that <laughs> event happens a hundred times, I don't think there's. He goes. You have to give credit. They did win the event. I guess. I mean, you guys know what I mean, though. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to discredit. But, that, but, but that's like, what they, I'm saying. They were like, considered one possible. of the top teams, and it's like it. It's stupid to be like, oh, this roster won World War II champs right now when they're underperforming. That's just horseshit. That's like that's like bringing back Aches right now and saying, oh, he has twenty something championships. This is a great move. I mean, you know yeah, I mean? it was a fugaz comment. I mean, that's what it, I do that sometimes. He's I just, you know, I say he's some, enter- he's entertaining. Yeah, I say some fugaz shit sometimes, and you know what are you gonna fucking do? Listen, I got a lot of comments coming about this Paris roster. I saw this question about twenty five fucking times in the chat. People want to know what Paris is gonna do in the off season. And I have no fucking clue. They are they're gonna be the last team to make a decision, so who the F knows? I have they're no the last idea. Domino to fall with team no idea at all. I have no idea. And speaking of Paris, we have a tweet coming in from Scraps actually. And he said, When you get told you're running the Krig. And they're making, uh, they're making another role change. I guess they're again. making another role change, Ben. What do you think? We'll end it oh. with this one. What I mean, do you think about so now Donnie's I mean, back on his up? Yeah, dude, like this I don't is, know. This Donnie's been qu- playing good. He's been doing his thing. I, I mean, this is the core problem with their team. They picked up Don, who's way, I would say in, at this point, he's way better as a flex player than he is as a second sub. And so, and that's the same problem with Scraps as well. Not saying that both players can't run a sub, but their best position's in a flex. So then they, they're going to keep rotating players back and forth to see who can be the most consistent with the second you sub. You don't, don't think Aqua's pulling out a sub, do you? I hope not. I don't know. Listen, I, I, don't I, know. The, I don't know. I don't know what these I fucking guys. I think the problem Chris. with Paris is the only actual playmaker is Nick, or not Nick. Sorry, fucking hell, I forgot. Now. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Zaptius. Yeah, so like, I feel like Zaptius is like the odd man out when it comes to like playstyle. Um, if you like, Aqua's not like Aqua was playing a lot better before. He hasn't been that great, and then Donnie and Scraps are like 
just super good slayers. Like they're not like super. I was been slowing down a little bit. He slowed down. He he started the year so hot, and then yeah. I don't know what happened. I feel like he's just been you know average. He's been average, and I know what the ceiling that guy has. I know the potential he has because we saw it. So I think everybody on the team is going to have to step up a little bit. But it's weird to see the role change because I personally think Temp has been looking the best he's ever been looking. He looks good. Donnie's I also been don't feel like it's their issues. that Their issue is their roles. I feel like every time we've watched them these last two series with, with Zap, and it's just coming down to, to miscommunication yeah, or yeah, situational right, misplays. Right. It's not the weapons in their hands. So I, I, I honestly don't understand it. Interesting but plays hey, coming out of the no, Paris camp. Know. Listen, I don't know, Chris. I don't know. Interesting plays. But ladies and gentlemen, you already know what time it is. Ben Janasim is gonna step up to the green. I got, like a putt better than I a putt got today. the scene. I got the scene all set up already. Look at the scene I got set up today. We got Ben with the shorts. Mine don't pick up your pants. Fuck. He's got the socks and no socks oh! on today with the oh, slippers. No, uh, no, no, he's good. good. There's we're no buck pack. He steps up to the green. He's gonna yeah, he, line he's, it up. He's not me, bro. He's got the Nike shorts. He's gonna smoke it down, and he sinks the putt. And Ben Janasim closes out the show with a. Big one! Let's get a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Love that, Let's get love that. some claps in the chat. Come on, show this guy some love. Yo, Let's Ben, you're wet. looking kind of drippy right now, bro. Yo, you got the slippers on, no yeah, socks, man. Yeah, with the Nike socks. <laughs> Listen, I went golfing this morning, and when you come back, you know, after doing a physical activity, you want to get in a comfortable clothes. So I got this nice baggy Adidas shirt. It's nice basketball shorts and these slippers, man. Yeah, you so. got an Adidas shirt on with Nike shorts with slippers and no socks. <laughs> yeah. Looking it's, better than definitely, ever. Definitely what you would say an A-plus fit. Looking hard, better. It goes hard, Chris. I like <laughs> yeah. the fit. I fuck with the fit. But, guys, again, I appreciate uh, uh, Parasite and, and Methods coming on. Uh, you know, it's always a pleasure to have some guests coming on the show with myself and, and Benji and Asim. I appreciate all you guys coming into the chat, showing love with a lot of energy every single day. You guys come in with tons of energy, so it's always nice when you guys come in here. It just gets me going. It gets everybody else going, so it's always a pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Make sure to go to anchor.fm slash the flank uh, if you want to see all the audio shit that we're on. Uh, make sure to go follow The Flank on Twitter, at The Flank. Uh, go check out the Twitter page. We got Gersh running the socials over there, and he's been doing a great job. He's got a lot of memes. He's been interacting a lot with a lot of the fans and stuff like that. So make sure to go check that out. Go follow Ben Janasim at Ben Janasim, at Zuma with two A's. Open, bada bing, bada boom. At Tommy Zuma on Instagram. Zinni at Methods, right? Parasite hey. at Parasite. Uh, Asim, at Asim, listen, go follow everybody. Go do what you got to do. Asim at GSTA. Uh, you see Joel spamming the, the Discord in the chat. Guys, we do have a Discord, uh, a Zoo Mafia Discord. It's very active. We do watch parties. Joel's been hosting a lot of watch parties. I went in there today and actually said hello to, to some of the guys. We watched uh, we watched a map together. I, I spent some time in there, and it was a great time. So if you guys want to go check that out, go check out the Discord, man. All right, so I appreciate you guys watching. I love every single one of you. I appreciate the support that you guys bring every single day, and I love you guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow after the matches for another episode of The Flank.